0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Salercast on Sunday, the fifteenth of May, twenty eleven. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp. Yeah, yeah. and Zachary <laughs> Just, Burgess.
1: Yeah. Having fun with new recording setup, sort of. Uh, yeah. yeah, trying new
0: software, having fun with it. We Good seem stuff. to need to change nearly every time. Sometimes some aspect of our <laughs> recording setup. This is the second time for the long cable of USBness. Yep. The first time for what? Is it uh,
2: We're Yeah, we're, we're invested in Soundbooth. <laughs> invested. Yeah, well we can't really talk much about that. No. You, you know, because you had a problem with product placement earlier, which yep. is in a podcast entirely about products. Well, so so, very specific products though. <laughs> so
0: far we've had two products featured in this week's cast. We've had both Soundbooth. Cheddar's! Bo- Vinnie Cheddar's and Soundbooth. Is it McVitie's to do with Cheddar's? Uh, I think so. Yes.
1: That sounds right. McVitie's, Vinnie Cheddar's. What, do you think just because it's alliterative, <laughs> it must be? No, i not it's <laughs> it just sounds like something that I've heard before. Yeah, I think it
0: is McVinney's. But you don't think they're properly biscuits, so you don't think they count? No, there are biscuit intros. They're, they're, they're kind of both, aren't they? They're, they're a crisp skit. Is it like they're Jaffa Cakes, where Jaffa kind. Cakes are cakes? But what are these? Crackers? Crackers.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, I suppose they're crackers as a bear. Although I don't think,
0: but they're not so, cra- you know, they <laughs> they're don't... not cracky. Yeah, they're not cracky. They I don't. Do, they sort
2: of, like, um, they sure,
1: they sort of crumble a bit like a biscuit. Yeah, biscuits crumble, don't they? No, like yeah, but these or... don't crumble that much. They do snap. Or, or do you mean they? They, they sort of digestive it. snap, though, don't they? <laughs> they flake in small pieces. And <laughs> So um, do most biscuits, really. <laughs> this is, this is like an edifying, crumble edifying <laughs> edifying conversation. <laughs> biscuits crumble, fuckers.
0: As do cakes. What was the legal definition of biscuit that they used in that uh, Oh, it's because case. they oh, soften was... when they get, get old. old, whereas
2: cakes harden. <laughs> but what about mini
1: cheddars? They soften, surely. I think they do soften, yeah. Yeah, I
0: think they do. Yeah, almost inevitably.
1: So they're a biscuit. <laughs> but, but they're not, a, they're actually a cracker. Crackers soften when they get old. That's true, they do. That's true. How, <laughs> it's so it's how, do
0: you, how do you separate crackers from biscuits, then? Are they more used for savoury?
1: Yeah, things? I guess it's sweetness,
0: probably.
2: Who, who's that dude that would... Like say ass a cracker, we should get him to uh, authenticate <laughs> you, it like that. side
1: yeah, sketch that one time. Yeah, ass a cracker, ass out a cracker.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you
2: reference over. I can't remember who that
0: was. Let's get generic pop ass race racism in already. But did you know? I'd heard recently, but I think it's fairly common. But in in America, like, um, black people say sometimes say it as like an epithet towards like. Oh yeah. 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 Those, like,
2: rednecks, I suppose, or, like, poor white white trash, they call them crackers. Yeah, I thought thought that was a generic term for a white person, rather than actually being... Yeah, I I didn't think it was from blacks to whites, necessarily. (laughs) I was about to to say, rather than sort of, like, uh, channeling it towards some kind of subspecies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's a bit of, like, possible racism there. Rednecks are a <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And they're all monkeys, as we discussed last week. <laughs> Joining us again on the evolution slash racism podcast. <laughs> that would be the best podcast. <laughs> no, this podcast. That's a great combination of topics. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the eugenics podcast, basically. I don't know. So, this podcast is actually about video games. Video, game. video games. Video games. So, let's get back on the track of that. <laughs> <laughs> Really? It's only been like, we <laughs> <through> like <laughs> four, four minutes. minutes of madness. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> put the pressure on it, but yeah. that
1: immediately fucks it all up.
0: But this whole thing is pressure to come up with madness. That's like the, that's what happens when we press the record button. The pressure starts for madness to come. Yeah,
1: but uh, we, we never succeed. We waste your time about again. You have the
2: premise of an introduction to create craziness rather than...
1: And now, we're ref- now we're analysing our own podcast again. We haven't done this for a while. Oh, that's wait, true. Not we- every week. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome again to Podcast Analysis
2: Corner. Market research on ourselves. It's like, <laughs> if we don't like it, what the fuck we doing wrong? <laughs> well, exactly. You've got to like what you make, like any artist, you know. It'd be a bit, pretty shallow musician but, who goes out of his way to write something, but like, and
1: at the end of it goes, that's shit, ship it. But like most artists <laughs> that I know don't like, like what they make. Well, no, All that's the not, time. That's
2: not artists. It's the uh, kind of well, no, the guys that would ship shit are not the artists. So the guys, the managers. managers, that sort of go, let's get a Christmas single out. <laughs>
1: let's uh, just shit this shit out the door as fast as possible. And let's involve the Smurfs. That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. Any artistic endeavor no demand, involve the Smurfs. And <laughs> <laughs> we need blue people,
2: More blue people. It's like They missed
0: a trick on Blue Debid. It's like James Cameron's like, oh I'm gonna make this no, awesome no, awesome, awesome new sci-fi movie, movie and it's gonna be all CGI and all crazy. And then Martin goes like, Involve the Smurfs. We need the Smurfs <laughs> It's like, well, okay. We'll just make the aliens we'll please. It's like the
1: blue. Okay, that'll do. Hey Papa Smurf. <laughs> Over there. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> terrible, terrible reference. <laughs> What was that? Hey, Bubba Smurf, can you lick my ass? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for, thanks for yeah. making that more obvious. There, it's going so well. I, right? I was glad when I knew what that was, and no one else did. But then you had to go and spell it out. Yes, yeah. it was.
2: Like, it was. A, I was about to call it a classic, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, it, That's it is very <laughs> it, it, my internet sentence is about a million years old now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's of classic age. That doesn't mean that it's actually classic. <laughs> it's confusing because anything on the internet is old within like an hour or something. I yeah, don't know much. what. Old meme is old. Yeah, he's, exactly. It's very old. Millhouse is not a meme. What was it that he, um, sent you a message this week? Came up with the steak bake as a fake, <laughs> <laughs> an attempt to create a portal-based meme.
0: Oh, is this back-to-portal meme news. Yeah, I like, think def- steak bake. No, there me? isn't.
2: They were trying. They were doing a a, um, a a portal spin-off kind of thing where where it was run by Gladys. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, yeah. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> the steak bake is a fake.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Speaking of which, I could go for a steak bake. <laughs> 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 well, you, it's, it, got, it's five o'clock God damn it Zach was complaining before we started this. It's like oh, we're not going to eat till like seven. <laughs> what is a steak bake then? I think it's like a, it's like a, a chicken and bacon steak. bake. <laughs> yeah, chicken. And, no, that's that, that's like a pasta dish with chicken and bacon. Like isn't a pasta, pasta isn't it? Yeah, it was a pasta bake. It was not. A oh well, no! No, you're sorry. You're it's a potato bake. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Sorry, but it, as it got steak the chicken in and bacon it. bake. Yeah, um, this, no. And bacon this, bake. This, this well, this yeah. In the bake. context of this show, it turned out to be a bit like a Ginsters pasty, but oh, I see because that. Americans don't know what pasties are basically. Yeah. Well, like a sausage roll, but replace the sausage in the roll with like stew. <laughs> pasties <laughs> yeah and yeah. close it off at each end so the stew doesn't leak <laughs> yeah. it's like putting it, yeah, sauce with chunky bits in inside pastry it's a pasty it's a pasty well yeah but you said because Americans don't know what pasties so
1: I was explaining what a pasty was yeah okay it's a steak bake I <laughs> thought that was a,
2: yeah it's a steak bake <laughs>
1: <laughs> next time you buy a pasty be sure to call it a steak bake because that would be <laughs> oh I'm going to have a chicken and mushroom bake from Ginster's <laughs> They do those as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh,
2: the chicken slice or tikka slices aren't they? That's what oh. they sort of tend to call them. They just call them slices. They don't actually uh, allude to any of the pastry element of the slice. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, the it's just the slice of the thing that's in it. So it's like if, if chicken and mushroom was was one entity and we sliced it somehow. This is what we'll name our product. Fuck the pastry. It's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> For some reason I got like a um, um, like uh, some kind of Movement, you yeah, know, rights movement. <laughs> fuck the, the pastry! pastry. <laughs>
0: I was thinking, fuck the pastry coming straight from the underground. Good <laughs> 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 idea, the whole song there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck the pastry! Oh dear. But okay. we've well, we we doubled pastry. the amount of madness. Now we can go to video games. If you <laughs> think so, if you don't think pasties is a, what, is a subject that needs my might You've covered them fairly well. <laughs> well, I've okay. been having
0: those ticker. Like, past the slices <laughs> things. Because they have them, like, already heated up in the co-op. Whatever. Oh, God. So there's, like, a counter which is, or whatever it yeah. is, a cabinet which is all heated rather than the opposite of a freezer cabinet. And they have, like, they're the ones I get. At
1: they're, least it's not hot
0: dogs. <laughs> so they're, like, a quid, which is, like, a, a sandwich is, like, two fifty or something. And you get this, like, chicken ticker slicey thing in the jig, which is all hot and everything for one
2: pound. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do some promotion now of somewhere I can no longer go. But in Claydon, there was like a... Well, not because I'm banned from it. I know, but <laughs> you no know, longer work there. Yeah, because I no longer work in Claydon. Uh, the, they, there's this um, little sandwich shop called Fresh Fills, which is pretty damn sweet. You know, I used to go there and do their three-pound meal deal of a sandwich crisps and a, and a bottle of drink, which is like, three pounds, bonus! Um, meal But deal. they do these... Interesting. They have like sausage rolls and like they actually do a saveloy roll as well. Or and, but one of the rolls they do is in an, is what they call the breakfast roll. But it's you know as you expect. It has the bacon. That has the sausage in there. But it also has baked beans in the roll. It's like a, it's like a proper full English breakfast in a pastry. <laughs> not quite full though. It's oh, not no, quite, like I think black pudding, is it? Well, no, maybe not. Well, black pudding's <laughs> fairly. Uh, Where's them in there? It's not often in, in like a. Full English, I suppose, has got a bit of a bad yeah. rep nowadays. Do hash browns go in because they're kind of American, aren't
0: they? Are, are they in no, the hash
2: Well, there's there's two forms of hash brown, isn't oh, there? There's the right. there's the, um, uh, the British hash brown, which is like a triangle potato, roasty, yeah. and the American hash brown, which is an entire plate of incredibly yeah, thin, right. crispy potato rosti. It's like pretty much the same thing, but just in a different shape, and the American version is crispier,
1: and actually more awesome. They win that round. Yeah, they certainly do. So. I, I think English this is good. good. I English is
2: good.
1: But well, that was a very specific little product place. It's like, you literally advertise an actual shop yeah. in an actual place, and, get and get it it named you name it by name. But it is awesome.
0: But the, there is a... Is it Fresh Fill's like PH, like the name of the guy's? Name? <laughs> no, unfortunately Fils. not.
1: <laughs> Although there is an American. Why your Fresh Fill? <laughs> uh, fresh fresh Fill. There is a. Um,
2: <laughs> there's an unrelated sandwich store in the middle of Ipswich, which, which has an incredibly similar name, but obviously they had to gangster it up slightly. So it's Fresh Fillaz. <laughs> <It's laughs> Fillaz.
0: <Flas. laughs> I always like Arnie Sarnies. That's always the best oh, name.
2: There's there's another one in town that you'll I'm, be back, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Arnie Sarnies, you'll be back. <laughs> But there's, a, there's another one in town that I can't believe I hadn't noticed before, but it's called Rumbles, which is a bit of a strange name for a sandwich bar. It's like,
1: come to Rumble, <laughs> You'll come out considerably fatter. <laughs> that, would rumble, be a great, rumble, rumble. that would be a great tagline for, um, for any kind of restaurant. <laughs> You'll, You'll come, come out considerably <laughs> fatter. Well, I suppose that's how Fatty Arbuckles sort of alluded to that in their name. Yeah, sort of, but they didn't say it in plain English, <laughs> which makes it infinitely funnier. You will have stones. <laughs> You'll come out fat.
0: <laughs> Go in thin, come out fat. <laughs> Piled them on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so well, So we that's three times
1: the answer. So we done now. Or we'll just have the, the other
2: thing. one. that wanted to continue, man. Could could you put like a tagline for one of these places? It's the anti gym. <laughs> Or something.
1: Well, or, that was my classic idea of, like, how to make the excuse of going down the pub. You just na- name a pub the gym. But I'm going down the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, all right. I- <laughs> I did, did, was it hard work? Totally. <laughs> Rubbing your stomach. That's, that's the obvious trick of pub I, I, got, I got a sweat on. I got the beef sweat. Like, it's like what you always do with pubs. It's like, I'm going down the insert name above. Like call them something hilarious because it makes it so much more awesome. <laughs> oh. Rather than like the one in which is it's it's the ramp of course, apart from everyone just calls it the ramp. I'm going down the ramp. Um
2: I can't remember where it is, it's nearby, but I always snigger when I see a pub there's a pub called The Cock Inn. <laughs> okay.
1: It's just like cock in. Doesn't work if you say you're going down the cock-in, though.
2: <laughs> I'm going down that's the cock-in. But bad. that's the thing, you
1: could just add pub on the end. It's
2: like, I'm going down the cock-in pub. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. Although well, then you are calling in it... pub. It, it, that is pub. redundant, isn't it? <laughs> in pub.
1: It's like calling it a crack hole, but... You know, oh, I see. Oh, I a don't crack. think that's why it's called a crack hole. <laughs> I don't think they're inferring that the place you get crack is a hole. No, no, as in, not, as in not a hole, as in like a shitty place. There was a, it was a, yeah, bad example. It <laughs> shitty place, but <laughs> I don't think that's actually what it no, not, so, not like exactly. a
2: drug shit place. though no, that's not what I meant by it. But like the crack
1: and hole mean this <laughs> can mean similar things. I yes. know no, that's what you meant, crack but it's was... just that the drug happens to be called crack. Yeah. It's not not. They didn't come up with that name because the dragon is, like, somehow formed out of cracks or something. <laughs> Where does the name Crack come from? Uh, it's like... It's Cracked, isn't it? It is cr- Yeah, it's, it's like... It's something they do to... Cocaine. cocaine,
0: it's cocaine like it's like it in cracks, rocks, isn't yeah, it? And, and it like I think it's like crackly, because <laughs> it's the cheapest. We stuff, don't know anything it. about drugs, so I guess we it, don't. Because <laughs> pure, pure, proper pure cocaine is like the stuff you sniff up, but crack cocaine is the stuff that the it's funny you should talk about. It's cheap because
2: <laughs> every time someone says crack, <laughs> I think of crack. And oh, I, I love, fucking love crack. Ah, oh, peep show. Right, enough references <laughs> and
1: bizarre uh,
0: talks.
2: Um, yeah, I think we did well. Back to computer games. Um... <laughs> Uh, Rubber Kevin. <laughs> are you going to start with me? I'm actually struggling to think of what I've actually been doing this week. Oh, okay. Oh, lots of Batman. You have told
1: me twice. twice. I, can, L- I can...
2: Lots of Batman. Batman. You... Did we... Okay. Batman. Batman. Arkham Asylum. Again. Yeah, the, the, you know, it's got Batman in it. I We've can continued. tell you that much. Yeah. How's it going, it's, man? Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, I am enjoying it. I've got to the stage, I think, where I'm at the finale. or the finale's about to happen. Are you being invited to the party? There are... Yes. There are okay. fireworks and stuff, so I'm now spending my time doing all the Riddler shit now that... Well, I don't know if I should go into how much. Yeah, we can go into spoiler territory in this. It's like a year and a bit older. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. old. Yeah, it's pretty ancient. <laughs> yeah, so basically, the, the poison ivy's plants sort of take over the entire place, don't they? Yeah, and yeah. That's, that gets really fucking annoying because at that point in the game, you've basically. soon after that, you've got all the abilities, haven't you? So you can actually start getting to places pretty much everywhere in the game. Yeah. You can, you can reach. But those goddamn plants... Um, But those plants start blocking things. So they give you that ability, and then they take it away from you by fucking the environment up. And it's like, you bastards, I'm going to have to wait to do this. And then you're still going around certain bits of the level which you haven't been before, but there's stuff in the way that you can't get to. So it's like, damn it, I know there's a riddle challenge I need to get right there, but I can't reach it because of this organic shit. Plant stuff everywhere. Yeah. Taking over the whole island. I have to say, poison ivy was actually probably one of the worst bits of the game. Yeah. That would... boss fight is fucking irritating. It's like nothing goes on else ever.
0: It's like nothing else in the whole game, is it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you it's did... like not that I have a problem with it in the sense that it was different. 'Cause it was it was different from the entire game because all of the boss fights relate to those Titan guys. Yeah, they do. It's like they're not really bosses, they're just the same sort of shambling large thing from Gears of War, like three or four times. Oh and
0: Berserkers, I found yeah. it called not burthers. Be- call oh be yeah, birthers. Yeah, berserkers.
2: Berserkers. Yeah, they're the basically name. just berserkers So every boss fight is basically a berserker. And yeah, it's the same one with the same tactics you have to apply, just with perhaps a few more minions thrown in. Did you do the one where the, it's you come up and or it's, there's elevators and,
0: and yeah, and it, and like, it drops you re- in? It's really that's, hard. That's quite it? a difficult one. Yeah. yeah.
2: That took me, it took me a little while, that one, simply because... I have problems with the... Uh, it's probably I, I know, the toughest fight in the game, obviously. I know what you were saying. hope
1: <laughs> that's on the recording. The <laughs> ice cream van just drove fast. De- 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 there. <laughs> now it's on the recording. Oh, man, that was I'm great. to
2: silence for the ice cream van.
1: You have a local ice cream van?
2: Beware of Good
0: children. times.
1: You might not be able to hear that, actually. It's not spiking on the levels, so... That, that levels bar seems quite slow to update, though, so... It might slip through on the low end. We shall see. Yeah. Anyway, ice cream van. Ding ding. Shall we fill in the gap just to make sure they know what it sounded
2: like. Although ding, 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 ding,
1: ding, ding. Oh, I heard the ice cream van in Needham again the other day, but it is—it's changed its tune, and I can't remember what it was. But what it was from? Talking. From Green Sleeves. I can't remember. That. Uh, it was like I heard it in the distance. And I was like, "Wait, that's an actual song. What are you doing?" Well, like a pop song. I <laughs> yeah. Though.
2: There's something quite disturbing about an ice cream van playing Green Sleeves. I don't know. It just sort of strikes me as a little bit creepy. Like it's like the child catcher. That, that is a kind of a classic,
1: ball. though, isn't it? Ice cream van tunes.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. But I don't know. I just find it creepy. It just reminds me of the child catcher. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? You know, leading leading kids down the road or something like the Pied Piper. Only yeah. To, only to lure them in. Hey, would you like ice cream? Mine. Yeah. Um, Grab. Stolen. <laughs> Drive. <Some> Confidently. <pinocho. laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. po- Poison Ivy. Yeah. Um, where, where was I? Games. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's just all the Titans and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I thought that, that was probably the laziest element of the game. And I, I got, I found the Killer Croc section kind of irritating. Yeah. As well. The, well, mainly because saying... the ending of it is shit. Um, I, I, you know, I'll go as far as to say the ending of that section is actually. Quite crap because you, you suddenly have that sudden run, don't you? Where Croc's chasing you. Yeah, and you have to run. And this all time the way back. you can't stun him, and so you actually have to run back to where the, the entrance is, and then you blow up the the, thing, the jail you falls. left behind. Except getting that to blow up sort of didn't work for me at least three really? times in a row. Oh
0: shit!
2: So and it was a bit inconsistent because I could stun him with the batarang while he was doing that last run. And it's like, then he sort of stopped for a bit, and it's like, oh, right, okay, no worries, I'll do it again when he gets a bit closer, and that'll buy me some time to blow it up, maybe that's what I've got to do. Hmm. Except when he gets into the tunnel bit, then your stun stops working, it's like, oh, damn it, that's kind of inconsistent and a bit crap. That's, that's a bit crazy. I don't think I stunned him at
0: all in that final section.
2: No, well, that was how I did it in the end, was to just get lucky, and then it just happened to work for me. But it right. Was, I found that 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 timing at the end just didn't seem to work after time, and then of course it puts you back right to the start of that chase sequence. So you have to yeah. go through that, and the music in that section is obnoxious, uh, obnoxiously sort of OTT because it's like it's it's deadly silent, super quiet beforehand, like, isn't it? It's it's kind of cool, but it's just the the music itself is like not very inspiring. It's like <laughs> let me try and demonstrate for you. It's it's like it's very quiet, just sneaking around. You're supposed to stay quiet on the water, so you can't. So he doesn't hear you, and then all of a sudden you hear sort of like a from like the corner. And It's like he's going to jump in a minute, isn't he? And then it goes, "Bring!" and the music starts going, "Bum bum 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 And then he falls in the water. And it's like, "Bum bum bum bum." It's like you could have thought a little bit. Harder yeah, it could have been a bit more subtle. Yeah, <inaudible>
0: <laughs> I don't know That section is kind of crazy Like the first time I did well, it, it, it I moved sort of... so slowly And you can actually move Surprisingly fast You can, you can fast. move at
2: full speed While crouched While
0: crouched But yeah. I didn't know that So it took me forever Because <clears> I was going at like The slowest that I could move Yeah yeah Because I thought
2: I, was I did that for a bit Yeah and, and then got bored of it <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> So it's like fuck it If he's coming I'm just going to rang him Exactly so uh... You get into it don't you Yeah
0: But uh it's a bit mazy down there, but it's not so hard.
2: To no, that, all. that was alright. That wasn't so bad. I mean, yeah. it's quite a nice... That sequence, I can imagine... The, 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 what I'm trying to sort of think of as I'm playing through this game is I'm trying to remember that it's designed for 3D in a lot of places. Yeah. So it's like that chase sequence actually probably would have looked pretty sweet in 3D because of the tunnelness of it. Mm, cool. So you would have had a nice sense of depth when you're running towards the screen, kind of Naughty Dog style. Yeah. And it's, uh, that, would have been, that would have looked good, and... Speaking of things that would have looked good in 3D, oh my god, the Scarecrow sequences are awesome. They're crazy, aren't they? They're amazing. The last one is particularly good. Cause of the, the, did you talk about this before, where you actually thought the game had gone wrong and reset the Xbox? Yeah, yeah.
0: I thing? mean, it's kind of a... Um, you're supposed to think that. It's kind of a, a Metal Gear Solid-style trick, isn't it? Yeah. Or whatever. Um, it,
2: that's pretty cool, because they don't just do that. You're not the only one to have fallen for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Friend of the show, Jay, has uh, uh, basically did the same thing. He he turned his computer off, thinking that it had frozen and uh, had exactly the same problem until you yeah. noticed that the, the bits of the sequence were different. Well
3: I think
0: I kind of knew, because you know the thing is, it kind of is a giveaway because any time Batman starts coughing
2: you know it's coming. Oh yeah, there's a, there's actually a case you listen out for the gas noise yeah. cause you're, you're, or there'll be a vent that looks extra smoky yeah. somewhere and you're, you're, you get a precursor to something's actually happened. You do know that something's going to happen. Um, well, you notice that the second time, you know the second time something happens you walk through a door that's literally flanked by two vents that Seem to be pushing out smoke, yeah. And it's at that point you think, "Oh, is this going to happen again?" No yeah. oh, way, it is. It is, and uh, yeah. So it's, it, it, I don't know. It's really cool. It's just done well. I, the best bit of that is where you get that whole intro sequence that's twisted in Joker's face, yeah. which is really cool. And including the fake game over screen that then it gives you a hint, and that even the hint on that screen is brilliant because it says, "Yeah, use the middle stick to avoid the gunshot." And you're just looking at your controller, going got a left stick, i got right a right stick. stick, what the fuck is the middle stick, the stick. it's like, oh wait, this is a ploy as well, I didn't have to do anything there. Hit retry, and of course you get the, I'm coming alive from the grave, sort of crazy sequence. It's yeah. just awesome. It's really cool, isn't it? It's, yeah, and it's like that, that whole, I, that's whole section where you actually have to hide from Scarecrow's gaze, that would look great in 3D because of all the physics going on mm. and all the sweeping papers and the crazy wind, and it's like, oh, that would look amazing. It's a bit of a shame that
0: those sections have a kind of um, instant fail kind of thing. Well, I yeah, mean, that is, that, that I can't see. A... How, I don't know how else they could have done it, but it's kind of annoying. When it's like I see you, and then yeah. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> when you're
2: trying to, sometimes his vision patterns aren't quite so obvious. Or the, yeah. the uh... The window of opportunity is minute. Yeah, on a couple small, on, a, on a couple of the runs, or you get a bit confused. Like on the last one, you start seeing even more weird stuff, don't you? Because Batman sees himself in yeah. mental states, and there's that one particular bit where the Scarecrow is kind of like go, do, doing creepy hands next to your chair. Uh, and you seem to be sat in the chair, like moping your head about, like a torture victim or something. It's like, oh, am I actually supposed to intervene in this one? Yeah. So, you, so you get up, and it's like, I see you. Oh no, well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I was supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a bit. Time. It's a bit confusing, but I suppose that's maybe the point. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it's it, it is good. I mean, is it the first one where you
0: you you turn into Bruce Wayne as a boy or whatever? And the second you see one. Your the second that, one. That, that yeah. one's nice as well. It's not as dramatic as obviously the third one, but it's it's it is good.
2: Well, yeah, I just thought even the first one was nicely done because it's, you you know, when you when you don't you don't really expect it because you think, oh, maybe this is a slightly creepy, maybe this morgue I'm walking into is creepy in general anyway. You know, things are just happening. You just think, oh, well, maybe it's, you know, just part of the room. It's a bit different, but it's part of the room. Oh, wait, I can't get to inspector mode. That's fine. That's probably just not something to happen. And then you walk out of the doors of the morgue and you're back in the same morgue. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, it's like, what what the fuck's going on now? And it's like, that, that, you know, just the way it introduces you, the whole idea is slick. Yeah. It's so slick. It's really well done. So, the, the, yeah, the direction of that game is fantastic. You have, it, it's more about that, I think, than actually most of the gameplay, because the actual gameplay highlights come from the combat. They do. And it's... Which leads me, actually, to where I want to go on my normal floor spotting. There are bits of the combat that I don't like. Guys with the electric sticks, for instance, are fucking irritating, because you can accidentally hit the stick while punching someone else. Yeah. You have to kind of prioritise
0: those kind of guys as like instant takedown guys, because if you build up your conduit enough for an instant takedown, I think you can go straight forward. Yeah, but the
2: problem is is they tend to get really... The, the, The reason why I don't like them is because they don't give you the ground like some of the other guys do. They'll sort of hold their... Stand back a bit while you're flailing around, but the electro stick guys will make an effort to get right next to you. And at that point, there's pretty much even if you don't target the guys and you're trying to get away from you, a bit of your foot will just clip the stick or something while you're diving away madly, and that will bring you right back out of the flow. And it's like, oh damn, now I can't take down him on my next shot, and it's that gets really irritating. And I find the whole cloak spin to take. To sort of annoy the stun for the bad, knife you know, guys. Yeah, it's, it's a bit dodgy as well. You know, just getting it to do it at the right time seems to be a bit tricky. It's, yeah. It, you know, the rest of the combat flow is great, I have to admit. It's just those two elements seem to be a little bit less intuitive. You know, a little bit, I can't, I didn't actually have much choice in how that was turning out. You right. know, I, my skill couldn't have changed the outcome there. And well, it's like I definitely re- found that, which, which feels out of place for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, you know? because so much is in control. I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely found that I, I um, could bash my way through it the first time, like without really understanding how the combat worked. Mm. Once I took the time to like learn it in the challenge mode, it wasn't necessary for the game or even enjoyment of the game. But some of those little things, you you find out ways of doing it that mean that you're always in control.
2: Yeah, it's like I've, I haven't really used the backclaw ability in combat. I've done it a couple of times during the stealth sections. Like we've, uh, It's actually quite a good tactic against guys with guns, is to grab yeah. them and pull them forward, cause so they stumble and then launch your attack then. Yeah, that works well. Really? Um, I did find there's a couple of the stealth sections where it forces you to not be spotted. And I felt well, like practically any stealth section in any game, they were kind of irritating. Yeah. Because they just... There are times where it's like, oh, actually, I had no way out of that scenario. And it's like, balls. Um, or you're just trying to figure out the environment. Like, there's there's one of those, isn't there, in the bot- botanical gardens, where if you get spotted, they drop the innocents down an infinite Yeah, bit. that's right, yeah. And, um... That section is quite good. It's just it, it, it was an alright section, but the problem I had with it was spot where you could go. It's very dark so in do, there. It, isn't it? It's quite a dark. Leafy. You have to use inspector mode to see where you're going, and some of the routes you can take are really, really well concealed because you have to get to the top, don't you? <coughs> to? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty linear path, but you know, some of the guys you just if, they don't entirely follow patrols, do they? There's a sort of bit of AI to the guys in yeah to the dudes in batman so sometimes you despite your best efforts they'll take a different route all of a sudden you'll, you'll get spotted in the middle of a glide kick and shot out the air or something mm-hmm. during some of the take every guy out in this room sections and yeah predator sections yeah and it's like at that point you just go off oh, especially if it's like the, the there's only like two or three dudes left and you've taken out like four beforehand and then suddenly someone will just notice you in the middle of an attack and it's like damn i've got guns on me damn i'm dead i'm gonna have to do that entire thing and it wasn't my fault just because the guy turned around yeah at a time he wouldn't he hasn't done before you know and it's like balls but i suppose that's that, that is the essence of stealth but for the essence of a game that is quite gamey you know because of the ai's limited vision and the AI. i mean it's not spin to sell is it no you know you can hang like you can do stuff uh, and uh, you know a couple of feet elevated outside of their field of view or like take off a uh, a grating and hang it off the wall when they're walking right towards you just a couple of feet below you, and they don't see it. they don't they, see it yeah like, and then all of a sudden they'll spot you from half the room away because of a uh, so, yeah again because of something you couldn't see and they'll see you really easily all of a sudden it's like and then you get shot and most of your health is gone it's like fuck. Yeah. One thing I couldn't predict and I'm dead. And then now I've got to do that entire sequence again. And it's like, that's quite irritating. I mean, you know, uh, I always get in two minds about things like that, where it puts you back a long way, or seemingly a reasonable distance. You know, mm. something that took you a while to plan and execute, and then it puts you back. Because the hardcore side of me goes, well, yeah, that's gaming, isn't that's it? Fair so enough, it's fair yeah. it's, it's like the old school gaming, where if you fucked up, you probably had an hour of progress to get back to... Where suppose. you suppose, but it's like, the the, the modern game rudely goes, yeah, but it's just frustrating, and games are supposed to be for enjoyment, and
3: yeah,
0: I guess because it's only a specific task that you have to redo rather than the whole, because they all. They're in like arenas, aren't they? Yeah. Because once you get like a... over it, it's not all the same like a shooter where the next bit is going to be shooting and the next bit's going to be shooting. It's more like, go back to the start of this section where you're doing this particular thing. Yeah. And sometimes that can be a long way. If you'll have to take out seven guys or something, that can easily be ten minutes or more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it, then it's like, if it only reset you back half that distance, then, you know, you might be halfway through your your plan and then you could like tweak execute it it's like having quick saves almost then mm. whereas it's like now maybe try a different tactic because that didn't work so well or something
2: yeah it's a tiny bit again uh, inconsistent is the word I'd, <laughs> i think i'd used about some of batman's mechanics because there's the silent takedown thing which you can use practically within feet of someone else and they yeah, won't notice, and they won't notice that, yeah. that, that it's happened where, you know, even if you think they could probably see it out of their peripheral vision, they, they won't. don't, yeah, because they conical vision. Yeah, if you stun someone from before, from afar, like using a batarang, sometimes they'll go down and go into the dazed state without their guys nearby noticing. Which is fine, except for then your only choice of takedown is a noisy style. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, can't I silent take down the guy that's already been silently flawed and it's like no no you can't do that so you go so you go in yeah you go in for the punch and then everyone notices you and it's like fuck yeah that is a problem that i haven't really yeah so it it kind of takes away a lot of the strategy you could employ because because it suddenly becomes useless because they make noise certain movesets uh, only work yeah yeah. so in that scenario that would have been a great one for actually I could still silently take this guy down because I've managed to silently throw a big metal object at him and no one's noticed yeah it's like (laughs) you know conceptually it sounds mental that they'd hear it but then they don't hear totally obvious stuff the rest of the time so you get into this weird false sense of security and they think oh I can get away with this thing can't I no
0: (laughs) How did you find the booby-trapped gargoyles in the later sections? Were that was check- all
2: right. That was quite cool actually, because it, yeah. it meant you had to do it differently. There was a couple of sections where I found that irritating because I was in a grate at one point, waiting to pounce on this guy who was just standing there. So I jump out. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't actually get to jumping out of the gate because he just sort of uh, turned round, and I wasn't expecting him to sort of. At, at no point in the game so far had anybody seen me when I was right underneath them in the grates. So this guy turns round and goes. Oh, he's right there and start shooting me and it's like, oh, damn it. Oh well, damn hang on, so suddenly they can see me in these things. Okay. I don't think I've been spotted in those grates before, but it I think did, it was just luck. It did give me a hint saying they will look in the grates if they're alerted, so when they're in that sort of middle state. But he wasn't in middle state, it was he in was calm in, state. Right. That, uh... Well they look in do they look in the entrances to the grates and not the middle sort of um, well, traches. it was one of the when I say greats. It was in one of those ones where you get those panels above you that you can jump out of yeah, vertically. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. They, so uh, you can go into any one of those. Yeah. Can't you? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Mm. So it's just like, oh, they haven't done that before. That's a bit.
0: They're quite cool though. Those little greaty sections. Yeah,
2: I didn't really use them much to be honest. I sort of find them afterwards and think, oh, this is possibly a riddler bit, and then you discover, oh, it's actually just part of the section. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's, there are a riddler things yeah, down there, but, but yeah.
0: Often it's like an additional stealth route. By
2: that point, yeah, it's like they they don't really need it.
0: Because there's that huge um, predator thing towards the end where it's like a pumping station or something Mm. at the end, but that's like the biggest area, and there's so many routes around and different exploding walls and there's grates under there. I think there's like ten guys or something. I
2: think those sections would have been better if they hadn't tried to do the concept of the neck braces. So when you kill someone, oh they, yeah, they alert every or you know knock them out or something. The neck thing they're wearing alerts everyone else to the fact that they've been downed. Yeah, I think those sections would have been better if they hadn't had that, because then you have to. It, all it means is that there's down. There's a lot more downtime. As soon as you knock someone out, you have to get out of there fast and wait because yeah. they'll all get attracted to the to the corpse. And then you've just got literally, yeah, as you say, you've just got to sit and wait until they spurse out again, and then they start doing clever things at that stage like some of the guys will stay in packs making them yeah quite difficult to take down as you know that only you can only really take out the packed guys if they're the last guys about yeah because it will take you time to knock them both out and yeah uh so they stick together and they like they yeah, back each other and, but up. then that means you just have to spend more time waiting for the opportunity to come up and it's like uh, this, it's not depends how much you like sort of stalking yeah. as a gameplay sort of thing You know, it's kind of, I I get it in the sense that it is kind of what Batman does, but Mm. it's almost the the time required is often too long. Because then you're back in the scenario where if you make one mistake, you've spent even more time that it has to rewind to the start of the section and it makes it more frustrating. That's true. I
0: like it when I like get actually... really
2: stressed out, though, and start shooting at random things <laughs> in the environment. Yeah, that's really cool. That, that, that happened to me during that section. We yeah. go back into the um, intensive treatment room yeah. or something, and the sort of lobby for intensive treatment. And yeah, with a yeah, we, we were few. Where, where I got shot in the grate, actually. Because, yeah, after a while, they did start going. Because I used a few of the sonic batarangs to distract them. And then after a while, yeah, because they shoot the batarang. And then after a while, they, do, they just start shooting at everything. And it's yeah. Like, it's like, that's, that's, that's cool, I've managed to freak these guys out properly. Because there's, like, steam in that room, isn't there? And they start accidentally
0: hitting... Do they? I don't know. No, I
2: don't think there is in that bit. Oh, perhaps bit. not. That might be a different
0: era. Anyway, but you can but, see their heart rate, can't you, yeah. using the detective vision. And they get really freaked out and start shooting at random things. First time that happens, you're like, crap, this are shitting at yeah. It's
2: like, though no. I think I've been pretty disciplined with the uh, inspector motors. And I've been trying not to use it all the time. So yeah. when I'm actually, like... I'll use it to find out where everyone is, and then when I actually go for the guy, I'll, t- I'll turn it off and watch it in proper mode. You know, yeah, right? but you, I, I always do I, that too. I, I do kind of see why you could just... Yeah, the game would probably be easier if I didn't mentally turn it off all the time. But yeah, I can see why you you could play the entire game in blue vision. I wouldn't want to it though, it looks too nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's like when you're playing Metroid, I guess you do spend a long time in the scan visor. and uh, It does look like it'll be a lot nicer.
0: In uh, the next one,
2: yeah. I Did you know how they've? Have they sort of told us how they're going to make that change? Or? Well,
0: I think I've seen a screenshot, and it it looks a bit more sort of matrixy rather than just all bright blue. It looks kind of grey. and know, in a cool way, it's <laughs> so like they a change, gun They, they, they recoloured
2: it. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I don't know. No, I, it's hard to explain what I mean, but it like outlines stuff. I think.
2: Oh, okay. So it's a bit like the uh, um, um, what they called Vaser. On ODST, where it didn't, it sort yeah, of, it sort of yeah. lit the environment around you a little bit. I think it but, reminded but then me started, most of that. Yeah, but then started giving you like target information.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think ODST is probably, the, yeah, that would be what it would be like. Well, that
2: would be kind of useful actually, because yeah. it still got blocked by line of sight and things, so it was, uh yeah. It wasn't like skeleton through the wall level, so you know, yeah. you'd have it, you, you can have it on all the time, but you'd still see the world, you know, from yeah. what it was. I think that might be. It'd be more like that. That would be I'm cool. Totally sure. Cool. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how... Because I know they, they, they obviously still have an awful lot of characters they could use. I'm, I'm a bit worried that they've possibly pulled on some of the more iconic ones in Arkham Asylum, leaving perhaps more of the lesser known ones. Yeah, that may be true, but they can always use them again. That's, what, that's the issue well, yeah, of the comics. Well, apart from... <laughs> yeah, we don't know what happened to Scarecrow, but it looked like he got drowned. it Didn't look good, did no. it? But they always come back. There's always some excuse, <laughs> yeah. isn't there? In comics, for why? Yeah, and then it, we no, though it makes no sense, you know, to get drowned by Killer Croc, who literally eats people. Yeah, and then I'm, you didn't eat me. <laughs> it's fine.
0: No. There'll be some excuse where like he injected Killer Croc with yeah. gas, and then Scarecrow is
2: one of those weird characters because I actually prefer his incarnation in the films to you know as just a dude to his yeah to how he looks in supernatural yeah because he kind of has one of those animated sack over his head doesn't he with the teeth actually sort of move with a monstery sort of rather than just being a dude in a sack i think i'd have liked it more if he was you know just wearing a mask with buttons on it and not necessarily having the stabby arms and it's yeah, yeah I don't know I think I think his characterization though probably would have been a slightly better as going keeping on the realistic approach, but
0: yeah, you may be right,
2: but yeah, I see what you mean about there being quite a lot of brutality in the game compared to. Like, you know, how, how it's normally portrayed in, like, the car- the cartoons and stuff. Because, you know, it is it is kinda yeah. horrible when you see, like, the mutations. and It's pretty gritty, the, yeah. Yeah, you know, the sequence where you see a dude getting titanized and the bits of his spinal column literally burst out of his yeah. skin. And it's like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think
0: they pitched it just right.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not overly bloody. It's not, like, dismemberment gore-fest. It's just the odd bit of... You know, it's happening, but it's not totally in-your-face happening, which is nice. Yeah. It's nice. I thought there was a lot of death. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of death. And they kind of sex
0: up Harley Quinn a little bit, even though she is all whiny and stuff. But Harley Quinn's first appearance was in the animated series, the children's Mm. TV show. Oh, was it? And they brought her into comics and made her like this. Okay, yeah. I think she's a cool character, but um, obviously this is
2: probably her most sort of adult well, sort of uh, yeah, interpretation with, with a short skirt rather than yeah. a catsuit exactly but it's I don't know how I feel about Harley Quinn actually because you know you say she's an interesting character but at the core of it she really isn't she's just a whiny person who follows Joker yeah and is desperate for his affection and it's like that's not really that interesting that's just kind of I've pretty much summed up her entire character there it's like yeah, the fact that she, her backstory—you know, she used to be one of Joker's doctors, and Joker won her over. It's like, yeah, fine. There's a bit more substance to it, but yeah, well, that comes, comes out in those end of, recordings, yeah. doesn't it? But at the end of the day, her character is pretty one-dimensional as it stands. Yeah, I now. guess. I
0: just think she has a good design and a good, a good in- interaction. She's quite a simple character,
2: as I say. Yeah, she's done well in the yeah. game. Her role is portrayed as good as it could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not, not actually that interesting a character. <laughs> no, perhaps not in terms of development and stuff. Yeah, definitely. No. Yeah. But she gets locked up fairly
0: quick, doesn't she? Say? Uh, yeah, about halfway through the game. Yeah. so you take her out. Cool. Do you think you'll uh, try out any of the uh, challenge mode uh, I stuff? probably will have
2: a go at the challenges for the Chivo hunting. Yeah. But it's... Because, uh, yeah, as you say, it's one of those games that does it. I'm not entirely sure I'll play through it again. Yeah. Um, not for a while anyway. Yeah. Um, well, you've got lots to do. Um, yeah, I've got lots to go I just felt those. like it, like, when yeah. I did it. And I was well, like... then, yeah, don't get me wrong, there were a few games I play through, and I think, oh, I'll do that in in, in hard mode straight away. You know, Halo being one of them. And yeah, the, Halo and, I did too, yeah. Um The Gears of Wars I sort of did, but never finished at the harder difficulty levels. You know, I went, I went into them for, oh, and Vanquish is the same one. As soon as I finished Vanquish, I started playing it again on a yeah. harder difficulty, and... I've got about half of the way through that. Oh no, I'm not even halfway through that again. But you know, it's like I had that desire straight away to try again in hard. And uh, this like, ah, I don't okay, think I'll man. have that in this in the same way that I didn't get it for Bioshock either. It's like well, I played Bioshock too on the hard setting to begin with, so there was nowhere to go. But you know, it's uh, yeah. I wouldn't have even on the first. I wouldn't. I don't want to play it again. You know, it's and I get the Batman's giving that me that feeling at the moment. It's good, but. Not sure I want to do it again. Well, I think I did had the same feeling about the Metroids, actually. I don't think I've gone back to any of the ones I've
1: finished. Mm-hmm. Played it once and then didn't do it again. Well, I had the classic thing with Metroids where I got right to the end and then stopped. And then it was like... Where I like literally basically could go to the, boss, the final boss rooms, right this second. Then it was like, oh no, side stuff, like random power-ups and shit I could find. Never going to do that. And then, like, eventually that searching for side stuff kind of petered out. And then I came back, like, some time later and it was like, I can't just go straight to the boss now. I have to play the whole game again in order to remember all the story. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Final Fantasy VII. God damn it. Actually, you don't really need to, though, do you? Because the story's very much an under thing. Well, it's not just the story. It's like getting back into how the game works as well. Because it's like, if you just go right in at the end where you've got all the power-ups and everything, it's like, I can't remember why I need all these or what the actual different points are. Yeah, or in the case of
2: some of the more complex ones, how I actually control it. (laughs) Like, because it comes to the point where you've got all those, like, charge-up extra ability things, like super missiles, and then all the crazy other ones, and in in Metroid Prime 2, you had to juggle the light and dark ammo as well. So, yeah, it it got quite complicated at the end to control.
0: (laughs) How does
2: Metroid Prime hold
0: up? Should I play that game? Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> okay, for the love of God play, it still stands up today, right, you know Can graphically it graphically, you'll look a bit aged, but yeah, yeah, yes, you may borrow it off okay, you expect it's it's a must play if you like the Metroid style, okay, you know, if you've got into Batman, you'll probably get into I like this. Batman, yeah,
0: yeah, it always seemed a bit lonely though, like
3: Metroid, just
0: yes know I know you that's that's kind that is of the, the point,, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I preferred the first Metroid Prime anyway to really any other one. The first one is probably the best, actually.
1: Yeah, It was just, I don't know the why... Second one, it...
2: The second one I didn't like the world so much. Yeah. Because of the light-dark split, that meant all of the dark world looked the same. Dark. Yeah, you know, it looked dark and purple, when it's like, that wasn't very great. And Metroid Prime 3 did try to mix things up a bit. Yeah. Um, is that the one on the Wii? That's the one on the Wii, yeah. Metroid. Yeah, the third one did try and mix things up a bit, but there was too much of an emphasis on... Talking. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't know if I liked the the fact that they added voice to it. Yeah. I don't know if that was that really worked in its favour. Did, because did... Samus still didn't talk, but oh. but
1: everyone else did. Yeah, it was good for the silent playing this style, but
2: and it tried to put more, of, as I say, more of a story directly at you, but
1: I don't think it worked. No reading logs was surprisingly better <laughs> yeah. from the yeah, other and, games.
2: And they had to simplify the game mechanics for the Wii well, yeah, as well. So Although, I mean, even, like, com- even compared to the first game, a lot of it is simplified. Well,
1: it's like the first person shooting was more complicated because you actually had oh, the option yeah. to be able to aim and stuff That's rather than like, just that, lock on. Yeah, that, but that, that, that was cool. That was, it's like that was better, but the other bits that they had, the simplified bits that they did have to simplify, they were worse. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the first one I don't know, fine, but I just really liked the way it felt on the controller which is really strange. Yeah. I don't know why it's like using the C-stick to change your gun was just kind of awesome even though that was like that's just a button push, but for some reason I thought that was kind of cool. It well, like... It's because the metro,
2: the metro control scheme is still unique. Yeah. You know, they, they shunned dual stick control for this one stick movement and it kind of works for it because it means you, you concentrate on the um, on on your positioning more than you do your aim yeah. and it may, it gives you that impression you know, because Samus has always had that sort of feel of being ultra mobile and ultra stuff but somehow they pulled off being ultra mobile from the first person perspective because they kept all the fighting arenas nicely shaped so you don't get stuck on the terrain and shit I don't anymore. know if it was ultra
1: mobile I don't think they were well, yeah, that you, much you, of a you, well, you, know, you when you think around, about the and... old 2D games she always stands incredibly upright and stiffly, and is like Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's her animation. There's all
2: the jumping and the. Well, yeah, the jumping and stuff,
1: and... but. Is
0: there a lot of um, sort of first person platforming going on where you have to time jumps even though you're looking.
1: Not really time jumps. There is platforming, but not really moving platforms, I guess.
2: Hmm. There's a few, yeah. There's not, it's not a crazy amount, though. It's more like getting the ability so you can do something. Yeah. Again, like Batman, you know, as long as you have the ability to do it, then there's. There's a couple of sections with an annoying climb, isn't there? All the morph ball sections where you can fuck it up and fall back down. You, you know, in classic platformy style.
1: But the morph sections are always cool anyway. Yeah. Don't <laughs> do them
2: repeatedly just because they're awesome. And again, they are a lot better in the first two games than they are in the third. Yeah. The, the, again, the Wii version of Metroid is a simplification. There, there's, no, there's no other way to look at it, really. It's it's condensed. But still enjoyable. Don't get me wrong; it's still it's still quite good, but it's better than other M. <laughs> yeah, and that <laughs> way, and it has the third one mixed it up by having the ability to sort of fast travel to an extent. Yet there were landing zones, right, um, where you could actually use your ship to skip to different sections and skip to different because you're sort of across
1: different. Parts planets. of the planet, aren't they? Or, or yeah. is it
2: entire planets. And three. Well, it's different so planets,
1: right. and there's part. I don't know if the parts always joined up, but they did most of the time, didn't they? So like, well, you didn't have separate No, areas. no. You,
2: well, there was there was apart from the space pirate planet. Well, yeah, yes. You had to there were you had to fly between sections to get to them there. But yeah, you're right. The other planets, you could walk through the areas. But yeah, it's the first time you, they had this sort of skip about separated area thing. Whereas the first two games, you could. You had to make the entire journey on foot, mm. uh, which, again, sort of work. You know, in those two games, it works fine because it's quite easy to get about, and um, the levels are so well designed that they're well connected to each other. Yeah, the yeah. kind of linking to the important. Areas. So actually, getting to where you wanted to go wasn't a problem, even though you had to do it on foot, which is that's quite a feat. I haven't seen a game with a 3D map like that for a while. No this, this this is underused and Metroid's implementation is great. Yeah. It's easy if easy to see and practical and yeah there there is no there probably isn't a better implementation of the room-based 3D map. Yeah. It's it still is one of the best. Mm. So it's uh yeah, quality game. You should definitely play it. Okay. It'd be interesting to see actually if because obviously, I own all the fir- I owned all the first three in the first place. Like yeah. what the Metroid collection was like, because they weified the first two games. Yeah. So, whether they actually had to simplify the game's mechanics to get it to work, or come up with an interesting control scheme to get it to work using the Metroid Prime 3 controls, which apparently they did, it'll be interesting to see how they did that, because it seems like there's too many buttons. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you've lost the second stick to a point with the Wii controls,
1: and you've lost the, hmm. or whether they gesturized more of it. We... I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, if you were going to do the changing weapon thing, you could just somehow gesture it, like hold down a button and, and wiggle it in a certain direction.
2: Yeah, or doing the super missiles and or the difference between super missiles and normal missiles, and all. there's there's a lot to there's a lot of combos there's of a buttons lot to do. on in the first two games I bet they cause... use C and Z on the Wii because yeah, no one ever does that <laughs> probably yeah it's probably a double press isn't it do you think I have stupid wheels and stuff for selecting things no, no, it's not oh God, no that, that would never work <laughs> okay sorry I don't know Yeah, that they're bad at the best of times <laughs> But. Right, I
0: will get into play, playing some of that at some point. I've got to play Twilight Princess as well. Because i got my uh, GameCube and I'm hopefully going to hook it up to the monitor. Because so, I found oh, my VGA box.
1: You, you have, have you played through Twilight Princess? No, I never got through it. Did you oh, see okay. that awesome video of the like preview video of Skyward Sword? Where if you play it backwards, it's Zelda's Lullaby. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that I is so that. awesome. <laughs> that is cool, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that pretty clever. I'll we'll show always, you that afterwards. Right? They're always okay. clever with their... Or, or you know, well, their but musical stuff. It's like that. Is that actually good. clever, or is that just really cheap? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do it it's it's like, like, oh, we've got this awesome tune. Let's just reverse all the notes, and they're like, we aren't usually. <laughs> well, they're always doing
0: something like that in music, aren't they? They're like inversions and stuff, aren't they? In order to conjure the feeling of something that of a leap motif <laughs> that you've already had, but, but give it a new twisted, twist. Yeah. yeah,
2: they're always it's, doing something like. And this guy obviously thought. Let's just reverse it i that'll do. I can't <laughs> say I have any anticipation for Skyward Sword. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't
0: know what's going to happen with this Wii 2 business. I mean, is it going to be it, a Wii 2? Too yeah, tool? is that going to cause
2: Skyward Sword to be delayed for. Wii like Twilight Princess was, was for, for GameCube. But they can't yeah. possibly
0: exactly. It has to be a Wii yeah, title. Is. So that is the big question. With but then the story. trouble with that is, if you, it is a Wii it... title, it's like then
1: they need to make Wii Two Zero. Right? Well, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> thinking about it, it, would make, it, it doesn't and make, make, make...
2: One. <laughs> Thinking about it, it doesn't make sense for them to delay it this time because Wii Two is almost certainly going to be a more powerful machine because they need to highlight HD and things like that. So we don't even re... know that, but yeah, no, they pretty yeah. much have to. Um, if they were to re, you know, it made sense for Twilight Princess because the Wii is still GameCube power, pretty yeah. much. So it, actually, the it, you know, wouldn't have made much difference. But this time, if they were to delay Skyward Sword for Wii Two then they'd probably have to do a considerable work-over, which isn't Ninty style. So do you think Wii 2
0: will be a new architecture, or do you think it'll be eight GameCubes taped together? Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw a joystick headline where they literally had a picture which was eight <laughs> GameCubes taped together with no, I've, so. I've, it's, it's yep.
2: from, from the Project Cafe rumours, yeah. it's uh, likely to be sort of <laughs> Xbox 360-powered. So you know, not powered. Well, that would know. be five years behind. <laughs> That'd but, be great. You know,
1: it's just a like a wee <laughs> shell around the <an> next <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, it's supposed to be the equivalent of the three sixties power. Well, is, we shall is, see. Is, what is what is rumored. I bet it will
0: have no fans or something. Or, like, it will be,
2: like, silent. Well, yeah, presumably they could do that, like the revision of the, you know, the slim version of the 360. you they know, could not do that. <laughs> like, or, yeah. or more importantly, they shouldn't do that. Oh, yeah, Stop like, tech trying tech really...
1: to get rid of the fans and your things when it's clear that electronic products make heat. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, you know, but, they, you know, tech improves and they make less heat. So, you know, five years down the line, they might actually be able to come up with an architecture and kit inside it that doesn't generate quite as bad...
1: Mm. fan requiring skills we, shall well, see. we just need quantum computers where resistance won't be a problem because you're not using actual physical wires or anything well,
0: that's not even if that does come in in the next few years which it won't then it's not going to be in well, games
2: consoles for
0: at least another few years after that it's it quite
2: funny actually in the last couple of weeks or something I read an article saying they're reaching The the first article I read was going, oh, Intel were a bit worried that they've sort of reached the theoretical limits of the current transistor design. Yeah. And then the following week... There was a new design... Actually, we've come up with a three-dimensional transistor. I saw that. Yeah. Problem
0: solved. <laughs> it did look cool, uh, but and it, and apparently it's because it's proprietary. It means they have quite a big lead now on AMD or anybody. Well, to be else. honest,
2: they already had a ridiculous lead yeah. on AMD. To be honest, because the i7 chip is so much more powerful than anything I've seen yeah. for, for the price. It's so much more powerful than anything I've seen from AMD. I could be wrong on that, but I just. Haven't seen AMD counter Intel's incredible sort of marketing move with I, the i chips.
0: I think they're doing well,
2: and but I think this transistor
0: design obviously will apply to like mobile chips, like ARM and stuff. So they've got a lead on
2: everyone just having mm. this tech. So, which I have to see how that goes. Yeah. Hmm. We, we could be seeing another massive jump in PC performance. Which I don't know if We don't want that, jumped. we
1: just want to go straight to quantum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sk- <laughs> skip all these new annoying jam more transistors into the same space. Yeah, but it's because they haven't got quantum working yet. Yeah. <laughs> they have, just not large in, scale. Y- not yeah. in a way that you could market. <laughs> yeah. When quantum works, the leap will be
0: ridiculous. Well, It'll yeah. be like nothing ever It'll be before. a quantum leap will be a front me. Anyway, well,
2: so, moving on, I'm going to quickly talk about what I've been playing. Uh, That's alright? Yeah, we'll, we'll, no, it's fine. We'll come back to me later. That's <laughs> okay. Fine. Will right. we? I, I, I'll, I'll defer for now.
0: Well, let's have our short portal section because I've played two hours of portal. Okay, um, so, uh, deploy, portal define where you've got
2: to. I've got to... Just, the, this achievements. Like, spoiler warning! I've, I've potential
0: got, spoiler warning for the first two hours. I've got to the first uh, sort of confrontation with GLaDOS after having turned her on. So... Like after the scanning the turrets.
2: Oh, oh she got to the defective bit. turrets bit. Yeah, so That's I've, the seen, defective <laughs> yeah, I've de- seen defective turrets. I've seen defective turrets. Aren't they awesome?
0: They're cool. I don't really understand why <laughs> they one, have a different voice. They have a different voice and a
2: completely differently designed. Yeah.
0: Well, one they don't. They have a different voice, and two, there's that one on that conveyor belt that says "I'm different." That you can rescue earlier on, which doesn't have
2: a different voice, and. It's because it's built properly, and some of them say I'm different occasionally anyway. Oh, do they? I heard it three or four times during my playthrough. Because I heard it from a little where guy. Because you, you, you? Mm-hmm. you get an achievement for saving that yeah, guy. Don't you?
0: You get an achievement for saving that guy. Yeah, I forgot to do that. Well, I just happened to do it. I didn't <laughs> know. The, I hadn't looked at the achievements. Yeah. Yeah. I got quite a few of them accidentally, <laughs> like the scanning you achievement. Oh, yeah. Because I thought, well, that will clearly work. And yet, for some reason, it doesn't. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's where I am. So but picking
1: up the one on the cafe boat is like important. Like hidden Easter egg tells you shit.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah. It it says something <laughs> it about, about, about mythology stuff. or something, yeah. doesn't it? Really? I needed to cool. reload that, and and
2: because uh, I wasn't and, concentrating. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go back and do this because, as we've talked about before, there's been a couple of secrets that I. Noticed, but didn't actually, but didn't get, actually yeah. do enough to make them. It's like that, tu- it's obvious. like that It's like, yeah. Yeah. it
1: says I'm different. It's like, it's clearly you, something. It doesn't necessarily look like you can pick it up, it just looks like it's part of oh, like one, one big, of those junk yeah. piles. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean,
0: I found myself reloading to try and catch Wheatley appearing in that section. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Because I see it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, that was definitely there. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reload and check that. Presumably like,
2: you did the awesome bit with the jump pad where he's yeah. in the ceiling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Well, really that's really, cool. really telegraphed, but that's really yeah. cool. And the bit where he fights the bird, that's
2: kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> As so, all oh, birds, birds! All that stuff is they, cool. They, 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 yeah, they... Oh no, I'm going at spoiler territory there. Yeah, of, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll stop. Okay. What spoiler for damn? Yeah.
0: So how okay. far through am I? Like a third, less than a third, less than. The...
2: Wow.
1: About a third, actually. Yeah. I, P- I don't know a... if I call it a third because that middle bit is quite long. Okay. Well, I'm
0: glad I haven't like used up too much of it. But I've got some observations. I, say, I, I
1: seem
2: to think I, by the looks of it, I seem to have gone through it quite a lot slower than most people because I, I know my clock was seven and a half. Oh, hey, and that, yeah, so that
1: brings up the thing that I was said I was going to say on the podcast. And once again, this is one of those things where basically straight after our last podcast, I did something, and now it's been two weeks before yeah, I get anything yeah, yeah, talk carry about on. it. But so I went back to Portal 2, because people have been saying, there have been like some you know people have been quoted as being like, it's physically impossible to get through Portal 2 in four hours or something. Yeah,
2: some of the early reviews were... Really, quite adamant that you know they tried their hardest to get through it fast, and like the best they could manage was four
1: and a half. And it's like total box, basically. They're totally, completely talking it out of their ass. It's like no even place, because I almost went through and I just ran for it because obviously I'd already done it twice already, so I knew more. I knew all the puzzles, and then I there was you know I screwed up a few times or whatever. It wasn't a literal speed run. Speed run, yeah. But I just went, I ran through the entire game two and a half hours. (laughs) Really? It's like four hours, not even close. Unless they were counting the car off as well, but... Well, I'm
0: taking my time. That must have taken me two hours to get to where I am.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know,
0: working out all the puzzles and stuff. I was, there was, I'm surprised that quite early on, there seemed like a puzzle that looked like it, I don't know if I wasn't doing it right, but it seemed like it would be quite hard to pull off on an Xbox controller. Because it was the one where there's an aerial faith plate and the, the there's a portable area right above it. But there's only a tiny gap where you fall through that portal before you hit the plate. Yeah. And it catapults you back through that portal. Yeah. And in that time, you have to have fired the other portal away from where you start. No, you onto. don't have to do it like you, that. You, I do not.
1: You put... You, you... That's portal onto it. the plate. Yeah, it totally worked. You, oh, yeah, you but that's the Portal thing. above the plate, portal on the floor, Yeah, you jump into that and then the portal flies you up out of that portal and then while you're in the air you move the one that's on above the plate so you fall down through that portal. Oh, you've got a
0: second one. <laughs> oh, I see. So that's <laughs> much, like much, a double flare. Yeah,
1: there's quite quite a lot more time that way to actually... Yeah, because then you're up well, that probably see works. Those higher platforms easier.
0: Yeah, so then you can shoot. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Okay, I did a dumb ninja way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah That's probably that. Yeah, I thought, how the hell are you going to do this on Xbox controller? Because I, because you could totally do it with
2: a piece with, that's the, the, thing, with actually, the mouse. When you, actually, when you think about the, the whole game in context, it's like actually quite a lot of it would be possible on the Xbox. Probably more than the first game.
1: Well, yeah, that's what they did it's, say, wasn't it? Yeah. They?
0: they obviously tried to. Yeah, they like
1: less mid-air changing of portals and
0: stuff. So, yeah, I, I obviously got that one wrong, but that one confused <laughs> me, but I got past it you still pretty did quick. It, yeah. Well, I did it pretty that's, quick. That's, but...
2: the, that's the beauty of portals, isn't it? Yeah. Find The alternative solutions. But there's not so much of that anymore, though. No, there isn't. Course. Especially as you get... The, the more you go through the game... Kind of in the similar way at the first one, though. The more you go through the game, the more restrictive the puzzles get. And you know which naturally makes them harder because you can't just make shit up to solve them
0: <laughs> well it does seem like even at this early stage there's a lot of restriction on the area of level that's actually
2: portable yeah or whatever more than i noticed in the like, first I, I suppose that kind of makes yeah because basically sense. in the entire first half of the first game pretty much white wall everything everywhere.
0: yeah and it's much more restrictive but that's how the puzzles are designed so it's cool the graphics are nice.
2: I like. The... Do you see what I mean about the awesome lighting effects in place? Yeah, I like, love the... The, the, the the proper shadowing. The um one thing I noticed that made me go ooh was like
0: I think they've improved the water because when you see a light bridge reflected in water, it looks uber cool. I I don't know. I just really liked
2: yeah, that. Yeah, I think it, I think it's the same stuff they've had for a while. Maybe. But you know maybe they've updated their pixel shader so it's a bit crisper than it used to be. Yeah, it looks um, really good. Because I think it's the same shaders, I think, because it doesn't. They, they, they always were pretty good, but now yeah. it's like. they Because they've got higher resolution in pixel shaders, probably because of needing to do the portal effects, I guess, yeah. in places. Yeah. I mean, the
0: portals they, themselves look nicer.
2: Well. A bit. Yeah, no, they do, actually. I'll give, I'll give you. The, they're less obvious that they're just flat with some fuzz around them. Yeah, outside, yeah. You know. It's clever because they, actually, you know, the port, the inside of the portals is actually geometry rendered. They're not like a pixel effect at all. But you know, set a, a certain number of portals deep, they have to switch to obviously, yeah. to pixel effects, and even those look a lot better. Yeah, they but still see, they still twitch when you go I through I haven't seen them. them yet, really. Yeah, I I've seen myself a few times, but yeah, I, I
1: don't think I ever really ever looked through them. See, yeah, it's an, because I set up
2: a couple of infinite tunnels just to see how they've improved it. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like
1: it's because there's just not as much portable wall. There's virtually nowhere there, where there is too it's quite cool it's like the portal depth option that they used to
2: have in the previous game is almost unnecessary now yeah. because you can see as far as your monitor can handle most of the time before it starts going into too too small for pixels but you can still notice the pixel shader shift when you walk through a portal it has to rejig it slightly so the sort of perspective a few portals in suddenly shifts yeah. Right? Yeah. which looks a bit weird but it's you know probably the best they can do at the moment. Until you have like infinite geometry, <laughs> and I like the sound
0: design as well. Like sound the design music is, fantastic. is the music in all Valve games, even back to the first Half Life, has always been really good. And as in, you almost don't notice it.
2: Actually, now Half Life Two was a bit sort of in your face, wasn't it? Sometimes, occasionally, it would suddenly go uh, because most of the game is silent, isn't it? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> music. <laughs> well, that's kind of. Similar in Portal, like when the action sequence starts, you got loads of yeah. But running. because there's so much sound going around, the music kind of just blends into the yeah ambiance, you know, kind of stuff.
0: I don't like the first time I, I was in there with the light bridges. They were sort of making a kind of a music. Oh
2: yeah, no, no, it's, actually, it's the um, the things you fire lasers into. They, yeah, they, like they buttons do... and stuff make noise. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they have like musical tinkles that go with them. <laughs> so I when was... you have lots of them working at the same time, they all complement each other. That's it. That's brilliant. Because that's so cool.
0: Because I was I was confused because I was looking at the light bridge and it looked like there were sine waves in the in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the bridge itself, and I was wondering if that was the notes that I was hearing. <laughs> the bridge oh, is doing. The bridge being... yeah. Make a noise. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, a musical noise, not just a buzzing. Noise. Yeah. They make a buzzing noise as well, but they yeah they have their own little tune. <laughs> but that's <laughs> like yeah. the. Uh, the, the, the lift
2: things later on when you sort of go into them and it's a bit more of a hard example because they don't really make much noise normally but you sort of go into them and you get that different music when you're fl- using them yeah sort of and the sort of muffled sound of everything <laughs> outside it and it's and yeah, the attention no, the sound to detail great, in yeah.
0: that sound design is really good the only thing
2: I have a problem with in the sound design is um, well there's, there's there's potentially two flaws or oh, three if you include <laughs> the one that was basically my system running them at the wrong speed, yeah, yeah. Um, for a bit. <laughs> but the uh, th- occasionally, I the music design, I think, is quite irritating, simply because they use quite um, sort of old school synth sounds, and it's like that's kind of I think it's a, more of a taste thing on my part. But some of the sounds they use, like the ones from the trailers, that sort of yeah, lead yeah. sound that they have, is quite old. Um, mod music sort of sound, you know, that that sort of lead thing. And occasionally I think that cuts through most of what you're doing. It feels too harsh given the sort of like smoothness of the world and this kind of nice, you know, the Mm. whole sort of portal experience is quite glossy in a sort of weird way in, it? uh, yeah apart from behind the scenes yeah, areas, yeah, but, but... but then you've got this even in the sort of mid bits this, this sort of spiky synth sound coming through it all and it's like it's a little bit too powerful i, I sort of i found myself getting annoyed whenever i heard that noise <laughs> right okay and it's like it's, i don't know just 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 bad you know an irritating instrument choice i think for me um and the other thing was that occasionally they'd some of the sort of world destruction noises would be abnormally loud. Um, there are certain. So I think we'll, perhaps it tries to play too many destruction sounds at the same time, and you just end up with this, like, abnormally loud clenching of metal that seems quite a lot louder than anything else in the game. Which is quite nice from an atmospheric point of view. I, I, you know, I like it. I actually do like it, but as a. If we're playing it at like 11 at night, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it goes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So loud when things are falling apart and stuff. You know, right in front of everything's crushing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the lighting, like, when the Wheatley has the torch and the, it goes through all the railings, just the shadows are so good. I mean, there's only bad it's shadows. Yeah, it's games. not
2: that there's. It's not that I'd say the detail of the shadowing is higher than anything we've seen before. It's just they made it dramatic. It's just that there's. Yeah, it's dramatically design. done and there's quite a lot of them. And yes. I really like the little effect when you look
0: straight at the torchlight and you see the kind of rainbow halo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get that in real life, obviously, and that obviously someone's designed that little... Well, I mean, you don't thing. really get it in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> but in cameras, I suppose, mm. isn't it? Yeah, you get it It's like a lens flare thing.
2: Kind of, yeah. It's like a subtle lens flare, but you don't really get... You get that sort of... When you're viewing it with your eyes, you do get a bit of flare, but it never really rainbows out. Or any Not any quite. Noise, so but it's I still good. like that effect. It's yeah, quite nice. It looks
0: pretty. Yeah. No, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's good. I like the way that GLaDOS keeps calling you fat. (laughs) Now, because I think... I don't think she does that in in the first
1: game. Well, I know she's bitter. She does. Sorry? She's something once or twice. Does she? It's not like... Because in Portal 2 it's more like repeated. It's like a running joke or whatever. Whereas in Portal 1 it's more like every one is an individual... Joke.
0: Yeah. I just think it... You know, it's the only game and one of the only entertainment things where I can think of where the lead character is female and the antagonist is female, and that's really mm-hmm. the only main characters. And not to generalize like, too I much, I didn't know
2: Gladys was female until like people were all... <laughs> sort of so
1: <laughs> well, like a female voice. You didn't? Well,
2: it's not really because it's the like auto tune. It's not really obviously female, is it? It's just sort of. You think it's more androgynous? It's sort of, well, yeah, just kind of yeah. smooth robot. You know, I didn't really sort of associate a gender with with GLaDOS until. Until sort of it outright sort of starts referring to her as she, doesn't it? And, yeah, it does. And, and it's like you didn't because you're silent. No one was ever referring to her in the first game. It was just you know talk, <laughs> GLaDOS talking at you and referring to herself as me. You know, so there was no gender attached to it. That's true. So I, was, true. Yeah, so I never it. made that association until yeah. this one, and it's.
0: I just think that, um, not to sweepingly generalise, but that is how girls get at each other. At the yeah. concert, don't they? they call each other fat. So, yeah, you, 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 <laughs> it's true. You, you use weight and hair. It's one of the that's... worst things you can say to another girl if you're a girl, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you've put on a little bit of light. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the worst there. thing you can ever say. So. You're, you're, you're looking,
2: no, yeah, and then you try and justify it, and it's like, no, it suits you, it looks good. Yeah, but, like, but they still don't take it like that. That's just what Gladys does, isn't it? Even if You're that's looking really neutral. well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: most people waste away when they've been ten thousand years. S- somehow enough.
2: you've managed to put on a few pounds. <laughs> I, know. I just think it's that's just the way really she fun. says. Somehow, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like most people do this. Somehow you haven't. <laughs> I just think it, it's really funny and it's kind of well observed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, but it totally makes sense because well. I'd, I I think I made this point before, but GLaDOS is almost too human for my tastes now. Now, yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. Because beforehand, the auto-tune was more wavery and it was more... um, more Glitchy. Glitchy,
1: And it's like, well, how has she got better from being destroyed once? That's true. From being rebuilt, presumably. That also, that reboot sequence that yeah, well, somehow yeah. reassembles all those random bits <laughs> must yeah. be doing some fixing. M- maybe. But you know what I mean it's sort of, I think GLaDOS while,
2: while she's still good lost some of her original edge. Oh well, yeah.
1: yeah. And also when she gets rebuilt I guess she doesn't have the cores on. No that's true. The cores oh, true. might have been fucking her up. Because you don't really get that version of GLaDOS for very long at the end it's just like as she's blowing up. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I kept looking at all the big environments or whatever when you're outside and you see all the huge expansive you know you see the test chambers moving and stuff yeah and which is huge really weird. environments and it's kind of weird but it's cool having this huge environment and what the what valve are capable of doing but it kind of made me think well this is cool this is this crazy insane aperture science underground that this wouldn't this is like An, a fantasy a thing build itself but i yeah. kind of want to see what Black Mesa would now look like if it was made by Valve, you know? And I and I was thinking about that and I thought, well, what if it was... This is never going to happen as a game because they do these linear games, but what if it was like... What if Black Mesa was like a Metroid thing where you could move around it to all different areas and stuff?
1: Yeah. How crazy and awesome would that game be? I
0: don't know. Anyway,
1: because I don't <laughs> think... The like, trouble is that doesn't... The trouble is when I think about Black Mesa... I think about like how you travel through the Black Mesa in the original Half Life. Yeah. It's basically by things exploding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like if you want to get through something, you just have to wait for it to explode and then you move on. So that doesn't really work in an explosion sense because there's no like there's no going back after something has exploded. <laughs>
0: there isn't, but that was deliberate. I mean, why, oh yeah. Why I mean, that could? was because the
1: entire place was exploding. Was basically the, it's their like, excuse. Yeah, they don't have it's not the same as the Metroid game where you're just exploring the environment
2: and the problem one of the other major problems with making a Metroid game in the Half-Life universe is the gravity gun beats everything (laughs) so if you had that from the start then most of the yeah, world well, could probably be explorable. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have it in the first Half-Life, so
0: I don't know what it would be like. I mean, Black Mesa Source is never going to come out of that mod. Ugh, Jesus. Shame. 2009, it said on the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Where are we now? <laughs> anyway,
2: um, yeah, I just think that. Maybe, maybe Valve should drop some support for that. It seems weird that they haven't got more involved in that, because you know, Valve are usually incredibly supportive of, of the decent mod community. Well, they are, And this one was but... shaping up to be a ridiculously good mod. I know, but it'd be hard to like. I don't know. It'd be hard to like fully justify
0: because they might want to remake Half Life in the future. I don't think they ever would. But they might want to. I don't think they would either. But it's more generous of them than almost anyone else to to not shut them down, (laughs) isn't it? Because they easily could, but they've obviously chosen not to. But uh, it's not making any difference because it's not going to come out. But they are literally remaking a game, an IP of theirs, aren't they? So I can see how. Other. Nintendo would have none of that, would it? Whereas Valve, were like, yeah, sure, go ahead.
2: What was the mod called? It was just called Black Mesa, wasn't it?
0: Uh, it was originally called Black Mesa Source. Now it's just called Black Mesa. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I just think that the Portal world is so fantastical and weird that, that it almost doesn't seem as impressive when you look at the world because you think, mm. well, this is like the Wizard- this is like Oz or something, or <laughs> you know, or this is like you know. Whereas, uh, the Black Mesa was huge, but it was rooted in a kind of reality. uh, Yeah. There. And I... Like
2: like most of Half-Life, it's got its... Exactly.
1: Well, I mean... It's kind of strange, because, like, in Portal 1... ...before they had all their panels... Yeah. ...when they were just like panels... ...but not panels... ...but not moving panels... <laughs> ...well yeah models. presumably
2: they were the same stuff... ...it just didn't, well, didn't move... I I'm day. not
1: sure if they actually were... ...because I... ...because GLaDOS says things... ...which kind of infer that the panels... ...maybe are a newer development... ...while you've been in the sleep... ...but how would she know? She's well, could, been dead the entire time... ...AI whatever... <laughs> ...she's had backups clearly... And, you know, because, I mean, as soon as she resurrects, she does say, like, I was forced to relive the end of you killing me over and over and whatever, yeah. whilst he's been dead. But well, as soon as she reconnects, she suddenly knows everything. <laughs> and they're, like, moving these chestchapes around all over the place. Mm-hmm. I can't. kind
2: like, like, but think it had... Yeah, it, it, yeah. you're probably right. It's. Uh, uh, I want to say that it's always been like that, because the look of the original game was all like that, wasn't it? There were panels out of place. Well, but that's but... the thing
1: that I find about that, because when you go through... The start of Portal 2 when you're going in through... You're going in through what they say is like an old test track. And it is just like... You you jump... You drop through the ceiling into one of those... enclosure rooms where the two portals open. You walk through and you see yourself. Literally the same as the start of Portal 1. But now with panels and stuff. But when you go through that bit... And it's got like holes in the ceiling... Where you can see sun coming in... And like plants growing down and stuff. It's like that is the very top level of the aperture. And then I think like below that is where the panel rooms start coming in. It's like there oh, is maybe. actually a transition yeah. there, you just don't notice it so much. There's different substrates of of, of aperture science. Well I mean there? there is, but you haven't quite got to that bit yet where you yeah, see okay. the real outcome of that. But I think that it's like the panels section in the big cave is sort of under the original <laughs> portal. Yeah,
2: maybe, yeah.
1: Which is kind of weird to it's like, it seems well, less advanced than the original Portal, but it's higher up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they started digging and then yeah, they, got, they got deeper as they went along. Who knows? But then well, uh, that all flips around at the end. Yeah. Because it's like, well, okay. That hasn't uh, gotten, yeah, yeah. I will find I will so soon territory. find out.
0: Okay. Anyway, so that was Portal. And uh, the other game I have played this week, I've played 10 minutes of Duke Nukem Forever.
1: Oh really? The full yes. thing or like a demo? Or... I didn't know
0: well, did it it's not out. Oh really? Yeah, I went to this BAFTA thing. This mm. uh, Q&A with Randy Pitchford. <laughs> oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Randy, they, that dude. Yeah, they had um, a station set up with the <laughs> Xbox 360s with uh, Duke Can Forever available to play. I think it you, was a demo. Holy
2: crap! This is like the second time we've got like breaking news before the event. Breaking news. Barely.
0: So yeah, I've played it. So what do you want to know? <laughs>
2: How big are his balls? <laughs> <laughs> can you look down and see them? And they literally
0: had a guy there. Do they clink as you run?
2: Are <laughs> they literally oh, made of steel? balls of
0: steel. Well, it didn't really slow you down as far as I can tell. <laughs> but, uh, there was a guy there literally dressed as Duke Newcomb and he, he was like so muscly that he did actually look and he had all the huh. hair and everything. That was pretty crazy. Uh... It was quite short. You asked him if or something. <laughs> no, but he would have said, yes. <laughs> so, so,
2: Duke Nukem the tits. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so I played this level. It started off with a fairly generic sort of drive the big truck. of, hmm. bi- What are they called? Big.
2: Big rigs? Or like no, big... no, they're
0: four uh, by four. Combers or? Like or... Uh, monster truck. Oh, monster truck. Yeah. Okay. Monster truck. So I drove the monster truck. Do you, and, you drive uh, it? You literally drive it. It's a driving. driving section. It's a driving section. It's a very linear. Canyon that you have to drive down while being bombed by aliens, sort of half-life style, but much more constricted. Mm-hmm. And it was very short, and then and there were some frame rate problems going on there. But I don't know if this is pre-release because it's not long <laughs> till release. No, definitely totally
2: uh, not. Well, and also let's not worry about it because you can get it on PC. Exactly. So if there are issues with it, they won't be on PC. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to blast
0: through those issues. But I did notice some frame rate things, and then uh, it was just a sort of shooting section in
2: a kind of desert area and uh
0: but what struck me was how
2: well, actually i'm remembering the original screenshots back from the quake two days and it was there was it, it wasn't have a, a monster desert. truck but it was jeep in a canyon in a yeah. desert scenario so actually they kept it all <laughs> that this was time. the original
3: thing
0: well wow. one of the questions that somebody asked was how old is the oldest piece of content con- in the game mm. and it seemed like none of it was more than two years old really So, because they've taken all the stuff and gone through it, iterating, iterating loads of stuff. Yeah, apparently there's one model which is three or four years old, which is a statue in. Of one of the aliens It's not even the actual Alien model That moves around It's just mm. a statue In Vegas Or something oh, That's the oldest resource well, Yeah but that's that, what he said That
1: one might be A legitimate like, tribute Or whatever Yeah To take a be. really old model And just put it in the game As a statue But <laughs> that excuses it Having shitty geometry. Exactly
0: <laughs> I think there's a lot of, There's going to be a lot Of that kind of stuff Going on But it was like Old school gameplay With like it, You know Shooting guys And uh, Proper the, health bar. Them having health bars. No Now that's Retailing the thing health. Yeah, Re- regen. Okay, regen health. Um, which is interesting <laughs> because it's kind of like Halo Two, as far as I could tell. In that you have two layers of it. You have a shield that you can see a bar of. Well, Halo Two got
2: rid of the the. Oh, right. And, and then a, and you a have a health. and then
0: you have a hidden health, which okay, is yeah. kind of makes your screen go red. Call the duty okay, Star. So okay. you got both. So the actual shield you can see on screen, which you, which only really pops up when you're taking damage, mm. is labeled ego. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: like you have a big ego but then as you get shot your ego goes down and then you actually start getting hit and, t- and the screen then
2: goes red that's so a really got- good excuse for his power isn't yeah. it it's like I'm invincible when I'm cocksure of it <laughs>
0: But it kind of looked kind of cheap on the on the HUD because it was just literally a bar, like a white bar that labeled ego. It didn't okay. have any cool Halo. This is an awesome shield. Yeah, this There's is a HUD. Good stuff. Yeah, it was just literally ego. And uh, so yeah, regenerating shields, checkpoints, and um, you can only carry two weapons. Okay, uh, so they're so taking a halo approach. So it's kind know, of the it. halo approach, but otherwise it's fairly old school. So you've got all... It, 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 and look, there were a lot of guns hanging around, so you could constantly mix it up. So it's like, now I've got the shotgun, now I've got the shrink ray, now I've got the ripper, which was the 3 the barreled machine oh, gun thing.
2: Yes, oh, I never really knew what that was called.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of old school Duke Nukem weapons. Um, so yeah, the shrink ray, I didn't really... Because basically, I got... To a bit where there was the shrink ray and then, like, three of the pig cock guys, mm. or whatever they are. They're the aliens or whatever. Come round the corner. And I shrank one after the other. And I think you're supposed to go up and stomp them. Yeah. But it didn't seem to... Uh, the stomping, I didn't know how to do it. I tried, like, meleeing them after mm. after they wouldn't get stomped. I think I was doing something wrong. Anyway. But anyway, they kept regrowing and <laughs> shooting me properly before I could stomp the other guy. So I was like, at the end of it, I was just like, no, shotgun, time. time. And there was, like, a rail gun, which was, like, the sniper rifle, which was really powerful. But then at the end of the section, there was just a big flying, like, helicopter, well, alien spaceship boss. And it was literally like a boss where you just shoot it, and it has an invisible health bar, and once Mm. it gets to zero, it will crash. So you had to hit it, uh, with, and there was an RPG thing, and an infinite ammo crate, just, like, Half-Life style. Uh, um, but the thing was that there was a piece of cover and you could just hide in and pop out and because you had in, uh, regenerating shields mm. you could just do it forever presumably. Um, so they hadn't really designed around the new mechanics of that mm, I suppose. maybe It's kind of interesting.
2: So do you are you worried that there may be maybe at some point during the game's development there was this mechanic switch but the design of some of the uh, the levels perhaps hasn't change to accommodate it. I don't
0: know I'm not sure because it makes it sound like it has all been relatively newly developed so I don't know when, I, I wanted to ask him that was my question but they didn't actually get to me mm. in the Q&A, that was my question was going to be when did, or how did you decide how many sort of modern mechanics to put in there mm. because if you look at Half-Life 2 episode 2 that's got health packs and yeah, it's, quite it's old got school, che- yeah. it hasn't got checkpoints, it's got you have to do quick saves. It's got quick you, you, saves. The only
2: checkpoints are le- other levels, essentially every loading pause.
0: And you're quite far apart, exactly. And you can carry fifteen guns. Yeah. Whereas it's it's a modern shooter, right? I mean, it is. It's one of the best shooters ever. But well, Half Life Two, and by extension, Half Life Two Episode Two. Whereas this is is supposedly old school and like a refreshing return to which is, well, old yeah. school gameplay. Well, this is the
2: thing. I, I suppose. The problem they have is that if they went fully old school, they'd be competing directly with Serious Sam, and yeah, then maybe. it wouldn't then it wouldn't be particularly fresh. You <laughs> Serious yeah. Sam got re-released and is, and is has that fresh feeling at the moment. And...
1: Well, it's like Serious Sam was meant to be almost a tribute to Duke Nukem. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. going around it in a circle. It is almost yeah.
2: entirely a tribute. But the problem was, yeah, if Duke Nukem was to now go oh, we're going to do it properly old school, it would be like, well, yeah, but we've, we've got serious sound these days, you're not doing anything new. And so they probably would have had to make the concession, actually, no, we're going to have to change tack on this. And even though they're now copying modern shooters, which isn't new either, which is a Catch-22, maybe they thought, oh, the combination of old school action with modern... Mechanics, you know, perhaps mm. the gunplay plays out quite old school, but the uh, yeah, I would say the, but the actual health mechanics are new school, so it's that blend that's interesting.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, the gunplay was, I mean, it was interesting that all the guns were quite had personality, like they used to. <laughs> it's not like Call of Duty where every gun is kind of, every gun is pretty much the same. Yeah. So it was quite nice. Not that I mean, obviously, Halo has a lot of variety in guns and stuff probably more than in this actually because... well no
2: halo's always taken the approach where if they don't need they don't if they feel that a new gun doesn't add it they won't make a new gun or even a variant of that gun it will just be nothing but that gun yeah hence why the smg was removed um after... from halo 3 yeah it's after halo 3 because halo 3 had both the smg and the assault rifle uh, and they made the decision to take that out yeah um because the SMG and the assault rifle were practically the same yeah. and it was only useful in halo 3 for dual wielding which was underused in halo 3 anyway yeah um so they took it all out and it's like smart decision we, we've taken away guns but it actually works mm. so you know i'm i'm all behind <laughs> that if, if 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 less guns actually makes things slightly more reasonable then that's fine um which yeah, carry on about Duke Nukem, but there's a very important point there, because that's part of one of Brink's many problems. Oh, we're going to find out, see. According to the reviews and stuff.
0: Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard not good things. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to take away we'll from Duke that. Nukem. Anyway, better. so Duke yeah. Nukem, um, uh, so it's not like it, It's fine looking, surprisingly, considering what a train crash it could have looked like, I suppose. But there were some frame rate problems, but I don't know if that was pre-released. Yeah, it's pre-released. So we'll something. see. Uh, but... Um, I mean, I have to admit, people were laughing and it was fun. You couldn't even hear the things that Duke was saying in the game because it was so loud in the area that I was. Um, uh, but it, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not really interested. But it, it was hilarious. It was kind of fun. I can't say whether it would be more fun to play than Bulletstorm though. I guess that's the competitor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of...
2: you're probably right.
0: in this space at this time do you know so I'm not sure but it was kind of a blast from the past and I enjoyed myself then it was quite funny one of the Xboxes that were there I think this happens with demonstration units because they were the old style Xboxes the white ones like the ones we have and uh, it was in a unit and it was being heavily used and there were a lot of people around it and then it red ringed (laughs) <laughs> it was kind of funny, but apparently, I think I think it might have been the just the overheating morning because it was flashing.
2: Well, they they it do wasn't say like constant. Oh, okay. So that's so not so so, so it wasn't the three lights. It was a it full was three light.
0: lights, but they were flashing. But, three red lights. Yeah, they flash. All oh, right. That yeah. in that case, so, it's, it red ring. It's
2: a proper red ring. Yeah. yeah,
0: I saw a red ring there. That was quite <laughs> funny. So I moved to another unit, but <laughs> everyone was laughing. But it it was just like a good atmosphere. I think around it surrounding just the game in general. I think that probably is true because it's just sort of
2: fun and crazy. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those things I will play, but not necessarily something I will buy straight out. Yeah, I definitely it's, not. It's convinced. something you have to do. I'm gonna. Yeah, uh, the, the, there is no way around it. If you're any kind of gamer, I think Duke Nukem Forever is one of those things you will have to do because of the legend of it.
0: You have to experience something. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's like you know, after all this time. I I would feel bad if I didn't ever actually sort of hook into it. It's like, it's it's just, it's part of gaming lore.
0: So I went to this Q and A with a guy, Randy Pitchford. Afterwards, nobody. Really, they, it was mostly talk about Duke Nukem. I mean, a few. He he mentioned Borderlands a couple of times, but I didn't get to ask him any cool, crazy question about <laughs> Gun. potentially guns because he. It was a press event for promoting Duke Nukem, so he yeah, wouldn't yeah. have wanted to talk about Borderlands. But he, he he's obviously came to make more Borderlands because that's kind of his thing mm. or their thing
2: at Gearbox. So. Well, yeah, it's not often Gearbox actually do. I mean, they got Brothers something. in Arms, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's not often the gearbox do stuff off their own back. Is that they've kind of made a name for themselves as taking on good franchises and lots of f- not fucking them up. Yeah, they're and good at that. Um, whereas you know, as you say, Borderlands is fine is one of their few homegrown babies. Exactly, and, like, and it did really well for itself. So, unsurprisingly, they're quite atta- that. They, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're yeah. really attached to it. So that was interesting.
0: I mean, I mean, it, it, they made it sound like he he always wanted to do things for the passion of it and stuff, mm. which was very important to him. And he was saying how the suits kind of, you know, they assume that people want the same thing over again, or like Call of Duty, mm. like that works, so everyone make a modern shooter, whereas he's like, well, you could easily watch... Uh, a film, a horror film, and the next night like, watch a comedy. You know, and it should be the same with gaming. And it, it made it sound like he was probably under pressure to make a modern warfare version of Brothers in Arms, oh which will they will never do. No. You know,
2: well, Medal of Honor had the same problem. Didn't yeah, it? it's like that it did, went totally wrong. Yeah, so it didn't work for them. So yeah, too many fish, far
0: too many fish. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, the, somebody tries <laughs> is that the right phrase? <laughs> too many fish. Yeah, I was, I was, in the uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not There's sure not what I'm
1: that's like right, it. is it? I don't know. There's plenty of it. Oh, you're see, thinking of is... too many chefs.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, spoil the, spoil the broth or whatever.
1: Well, yeah. But that's not exactly right either, because the, then you're saying that the games are chefs, and this the is broth not... that they're spoiling is the genre. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they are actually, you know yeah. what? But that, that, that kind of works. There are too many modern warfare-style games. Yeah, there are. There are undeniably too many of those, and the problem with that yeah. is that it takes away from Call of Duty's thunder, which is deserved, undoubtedly deserved, amongst the rest of them, but it just makes me feel very meh to the genre as a whole. It's be- it's literally the
0: marketers, because not too long ago there were too many World War 2 games. It's literally the yeah, same thing. It's just it a fad thing. And too many room games. Yeah. At least we got Duke Nukem coming out and storm and things Woo! like that, which make a bit of a difference. Breaking the mould. So, yeah. Um the the kind of exclusive, because there were a lot of journos there, I think. Mm. I just, Me and Stephen just came on off the street and we had some tickets, but I don't know if they checked check <laughs> them. You could probably just wandered in and play junior. If mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, but a guy was asking about, um, like, would he ever have a sidekick? Hmm. And he said they were thinking of it and that it might be in a future game or something they might do with Duke, but they didn't want to talk about the guy, the character. Hmm. And, um, so that, and they that's said, interesting.
2: So that alludes to that. They have future plans for, again, possibly for Duke. For Duke. So it's, not, it's not just a pick up forever and finish it because of the kudos that they'd get for finishing a 12 year old game.
0: They're considering doing stuff. I mean, I suppose it depends on how successful this is.
2: Duke still does have marketing weight.
0: Exactly. Somehow. Well, It's surprising. You know, the number of people that weren't, were like five years old when Deep Nukem 3D came out, that are <laughs>
2: that's, Actually, thinking about it, that's the, this is the other Serious Sam-based um, uh, point. Have you seen... Uh, Serious Sam is going even further back in time by doing a two-dimensional Serious oh, Sam platformer <laughs> game with guns. So it's like hang on a minute, they've done a Duke Nukem-style rip-off, now they're making an original Duke Nukem-style (laughs) rip-off. It's like, holy crap, they're they're, they're definitely playing that game. Although, they do have one ridiculous feature that is brand new and has never really been seen in a game of its type, in that you can literally strap guns together into a giant gun frame
1: and then fire them all at the same time. That sounds like that, that stupid ancient polygonal oh, yeah, side-throwing shooter I had where you, when you kill enemies they break up into little bits and then if you attach the bits to your ship those bits can still shoot Yeah, yeah. and then your ship becomes huge and you have to try to avoid because your huge ship can easily be broken by a single but, hit well it literally looks hilarious because he holds the bottom again <laughs> and then there's literally just
2: a stack of them vertically upwards <laughs> what, all, ad- all, all attached so <laughs> then he goes BAM <laughs> <laughs> that sounds hilarious oh dearie
0: so, anyway, this sidekick character... Yeah. They, 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 well, first of all, somebody asked him, would there be a sidekick? And he was like, well, no, Duke would never have a sidekick. But then he said, well, they were thinking of having, like, a gay robot sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That doesn't make any sense. I know, that's what I thought. And it's like, well, at first he said he was gay, and then somebody else in the audience was like, what do you think of homosexuality in gaming? Or whatever, because <laughs> as a gay game, <laughs> he's a super there, eh? Uh And, um... And uh, he said, "Well, actually, he started talking a little bit. The character said that actually he'd be a robot, and he would have to sacrifice his nuclear atomic reactor inside in order to save the planet, or something." <laughs> it sounded quite crazy.
2: It, if 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 Duke was to ever have a sidekick, it would have to be a fairly reluctant relationship, wouldn't it? And or you could you could make or oh, yeah, or a woman. That would be the other a side woman. of it. But that's the thing. <laughs> oh, they could do two, couldn't they? In the same game, one he doesn't want to be with that eventually perhaps gets replaced a gay robot. or. Or that you know he wants the woman as the psychic but can't have it. There's some potential comedy in there. That could be funny,
0: yeah. But it did make me think a little bit about some kind of homosexuality and gaming and what's that's like. Because the guy in the audience mentioned that Fahrenheit game, you know, yeah. Indigo oh, Prophecy yeah, yeah. as being a good example. But there aren't that many good examples because I always think of it as like, like in The Sims or something. And to a certain <laughs> extent, in Mass Effect, it's literally a switch. It's like it's not. A gay character—it's just because they've had. Oh, the character can have uh, can be romantic with, mm. and there's a yes if is male, yes no, statement somewhere yeah. in there, and they've just said, oh no, we are modern people, we are tolerant of all sexualities. We'll just make it so that they're equally attracted to any any sex, right? But that isn't really a no, gay. They've,
2: they've made bisexuality not. Yeah, gay. there's no yeah. gay
0: culture at all in there. It's just no, a, just true. a sort of thing.
2: I, mean, <laughs> I, I suppose the Ballad of Gay Tony isn't a particularly uh, good benchmark. <laughs> well, that's the
0: only person I could think of was Bernie in, in, in Grand Theft Auto, because he's, he's a kind of flamboyant gay character that would be a total stereotype if it wasn't for the fact that he comes from the exact same background as Nico. He's literally no, really. one of the soldiers from Serbia that huh. saw the massacre and stuff, and the way he's reacted to it, instead of going on a crazy vengeance quest, he's just decided to be fabulous! <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, so... And I, I haven't actually played gay Tony, so I don't know the Tony character, or what he's like. He
2: sounds like an angry... <laughs> Apparently he's gay. <laughs> he's, well, yeah, he
0: sounds like an angry man. Yeah. But uh...
2: Thinking about it, aren't really camp or actually just... Comical raging homosexuals, you know, you know, if they no. were, even if even in bad taste games like Bulletstorm or something like that, I yeah. don't think they ever really approach the subject. I mean,
0: do you think because c is like the sort of sort of gay camp robot, isn't it?
2: Doorbell, potentially. No, I saw incoming, but yeah. never mind. We're uh. disturbed. <laughs> I think they might be ringing around it. I think she noticed we were recording. Okay. Uh, but um, what, what, what about four
0: three, Spark? Is, she is he a little bit camp? a little bit camp?
1: I suppose he is. Mm, yeah. Not really. You can't call um, floating excellent. orb robot camp, really.
0: <laughs> Do you think? I don't know. But there are there really aren't any very many good. So more more decent gay characters, I think, in video games. I think. Okay. Maybe there'd be something in Anya.
2: As I said, I don't think it's a subject they really need to dance around. But for some yeah, reason, they do. They do. It's odd, anyway. I'm not saying I advocate it either way. You know, it's not, I'm not saying I would actually like to see more gay characters because that's yeah. I don't know. This it's but it, I I don't think they have to potentially you know hold back. It's not like I'd suddenly want to see the gaming market flooded with gay. No, but that's <laughs> never going to happen. It's, so yeah, i would just say You know, I'm I just did. saying that they they that, you know I don't think they have to be scared of the fact that you know if they they've done pretty much everything else in video games, why is this one still? not about because I was thinking
0: about Liara in Mass Effect as like the only one who's kind of a bit lesbian but she isn't because her race only has one sex doesn't it or something like that yeah, so yeah, she's no, kind of a the, cheat lesbian yeah. and if you're the guy in Mass Effect you can't sleep with a guy can you? not in one,
2: one. you can oh, in Oh, can you in two? I oh, a bit you? better uh, <laughs> Naomi's looking worried <laughs> there is someone outside the front door it is Kef oh wait name dropped
1: sorry <laughs> but
3: who can
0: you sleep with in, in Mass Effect 2 if you're a guy?
2: There's the door.
1: There's the door. <laughs> After all that waiting, <laughs> he phoned a mobile upstairs to try and avoid disturbing us. So yeah, what were you saying? Melvin? Who can, can you, you get me? with? Yeah, in
0: Mass too? It's, it's Jacob. It's... Really?
1: But, yeah, but he's not gay. Jacob's is he gay? gay. Is he gay? I don't know if he's gay, but he'll go for it. <laughs> Apparently, this <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. one, one, one of those you, things where uh, like, of... it's like we're about to die. Oh, what the hell? <laughs>
0: Because if he is like, I never noticed or anything. Well, he's not, not. He's obviously gay No, yeah, but he's... that's okay. But
2: I don't know. It's not like there's. Well, his his, his face doesn't really allow for much in the way like the <laughs> every expression. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't just stand there and occasionally <laughs> just sort of look you up and down with his eyes, does he? That would be a nice giveaway.
0: That's what the female shepherd does to him, though. It sort of looks up and down. It's getting a, quite a comedy fashion if you choose the right options. I think. Awesome. If you did. I didn't <laughs> Wait <interested>. hello. Wait <laughs> hello. <laughs> I
2: always thought those conversation trees should have more extreme options at They're the They're quite extreme sometimes. Who's,
1: who's which woman do you get with if you're the woman in that Space
2: two? Uh
0: I don't think you can unless you you stick with like Liara from the first game. I think. I think that's right.
2: Can oh, you not go Quarian? No, you no. can no, she's straight then okay. You can't go Miranda. I think you
1: anything. can get the the receptionist one Kelly. Yeah, you can get Kelly Chambers. For both. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. not, that doesn't really count. She's not actually a character. <laughs> well, She's a character, but she's just not a player. She's your okay, personal so email system. <laughs> yeah. A fish feeder
2: person. She does seem overly keen on bedding everyone. Yeah. Oh. She died all right, in my paper. Uh, Alright, by the way, shush. I don't know if <laughs> you're <laughs> slightly over yes. yeah. s- s- Sorry, guys, for no- noise interference of a non comical ice cream van way. <laughs> <laughs> it's...
1: As if we don't get enough noise and from a lot of other stuff, children. Yeah.
0: Right. So that was Duke Nukem Forever. I don't know what else we want to know about that. But I <laughs> did, uh, did Gearbox
2: drop anything else? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a Duke Nukem event, but was there other than the sort of slight Borderlands talk? Was there any little tidbits on? Um, with, you know, I how did do they feel? You know, what's, what's, you know he How was their welfare?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he seemed quite happy. How are they working? Goodness.
0: Like, some some people are trying to ask him about, um, like, Duke as a misogynist character and whether he has any place in kind of modern society, but he totally brushed it off. And <laughs> he obviously doesn't care about that. He thinks Duke is awesome. Oh, so, yeah. that's fair uh, enough. I mean, I mean, but no, he has, he has, has to doesn't... think Duke is awesome. D- that's yeah. his job. <laughs> well, the thing is, Randy Pitchford, that was his first job, was working on Duke Nuke and <laughs> <TV. laughs> hmm. So he kind of knows... I suppose he has a bit of an attack. He says yeah. he owes his career
2: to Duke. So. Oh, well, maybe that's why Gearbox took it up in the first place. Yeah, well, well, he did
0: know yeah. the guys, yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, yeah I, I can see why people would ask that. You know, it's kind of a sort of... <laughs> you know, modern, slightly worried about PC, perhaps, question. But then again, when have video games ever been PC? And when has entertainment cared about that? As long as it's entertaining, what, what, the, what why the fuck does it matter? They've done their job. People always care regardless of anything that you might think it'd be worse if all video games were like this I think it's alright <laughs> oh, that true. this one is the, there's yeah. only so many dick tits I could stand
1: yeah <laughs> exactly
2: exactly how many? more <laughs> <All> than one? <laughs> no I mean yeah games games that constantly talk
1: about dick tits maybe not I don't, like, think, not like, I don't like, think there is ever going to be I, another I, one I don't on think that I can ever stand physical thwart dick thwarted. tits no, you know I that, guess as, they did a pic- sequel supposedly I was about to say. I don't know yeah, we okay, we understand. Yeah, we don't want really to talk about that. Let's not go into that again, even though I totally made that joke just then. Yes. I set it up. I really shouldn't have. <laughs> you set them up and then I knocked them down. Down into the dirt of gutters. The inter <laughs> gutters.
0: That was an amazing sort of
2: anecdote or sort of simile type thing. <laughs> into the dirt of gutters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i right. use that one more often.
1: Okay. I think we should move on to uh, what <laughs> Zach's been playing. I think we should, because we've only got like half of that. Yeah, exactly. Go for it, go for it. And I've been playing probably more than you lot. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, I know, but we had breaking news. Yeah, that's true. And oh, that, that was kind of important. Oh, snap, breaking news. <laughs> and you've come more to talk about it, not you? Yeah, apparently. You, you can Slightly. Work. Okay. Sacred this. Well. Uh, yeah, I guess I can go through several things, and one actually new thing, rather than just being ca- casual, repeating the same things that i played played every time. Yes, yeah, let's
2: hit the new stuff, I think that's the most important No,
1: let's get, let, let me get one of the, okay. one of the shitty things out of the way first. Well, not shitty.
2: Let's, let's actually try not to
1: talk during this, so we can get it over and done with. Yeah. So one. a rock idea. One, no, actually I haven't. maybe on. Mainly because I don't have a TV in my room longer, so, too much effort to go downstairs and use the other TV. Wow. <laughs> that. You know, I'll give it done eventually if I'm sure but the, the less I think about that reason the better I think in terms of it. <laughs> also well you know because people want to use the TV apart oh, from yeah. me <laughs> so it's inconvenient anyway we've done oh, sorry I've done it again yeah, yeah that was our bit about size of Arcane, I guess yep get out of the way <laughs> um I played Space game and actually properly finished it got all the achievements so now Steam is like you've got all the achievements in this game congratulations and I'm like sweet because after I actually attached it to Steam so it could recognise the achievements properly alright oh, so Steam actually has like a completed thing does it like like Xbox Live well uh, yeah it's just like a one line <laughs> where underneath the achievement bar it says yes you've got all of them instead of saying here's ones you haven't got yet oh okay
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> even so it's nice to be congratulated yeah so it's like, I got all of those. And then I went through their stupid research journal thing where they're uploading the new ones and did all of them, eventually. Although one of them was really stupid. Where it was like, you you see the incredibly obvious solution where it's like, you just do this. But then that, that doesn't actually work. And you have to come up with an incredibly convoluted solution to do it. And I'm not sure that was actually intentional. I think they, like... Submitted because obviously when you're making a puzzle in space game, you're just saying, this comes in, this comes in, this goes out, and you're not doing any of the actual process. Right. So I think they saw like the in and out and the in and out of it and thought and then like visualized like this is how you do it, oh it's really obvious. Because that's what I did, because the first time I was like, Oh, it's really obvious, just do this. But then that doesn't actually work. It's like because it's rated, like, as quite an easy puzzle. Oh. And, I'm like, and i I think someone, isn't. I think someone just looked at it and was like, yeah, that's obvious. It's like, didn't playtest it even once. Yeah, didn't actually do it to see that it does, it's not actually easy. <laughs> but yeah, at least you can do it. Yeah, you can actually. Because I thought it was broken and I was like, I can't possibly see a way to do this. But then I went and, like... Because of the YouTube upload, obviously, I was just like, maybe I'll just YouTube that one puzzle and see if there's any solutions, and then there was, like, three, it was like, oh, you actually have to do it in this incre- incredibly ridiculous way.
2: Oh, wow. Well. Oh, wait, so did you look at it, did you cheat, actually, essentially? You yeah, basically. That you, you saw the solution. I was
1: fairly convinced that it was impossible and broken, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous, so yeah. So is like would you
2: consider that the top tier of SpaceCam's difficulty? <laughs> what ones that seem do <laughs> ones that are broken? That, yeah. yeah, ones
1: that seem broken. Yeah, maybe I guess <laughs> that are, but are actually doable. Well, it wouldn't have been so bad if it had been rated as a difficult puzzle. Yeah. As if it—it it was just that suspicion that they thought it was easy, but hadn't realised that it didn't work like that. <laughs> but yeah, so I finished all that up. Still waiting for more. I want more. I've actually got back into it's like back into playing space games, but now I've done all the puzzles again. It's like I play more. And then I made my own puzzle and submitted it. It's like, maybe you can use this one. (laughs) I'll add some more puzzles to your file. So if I'm incredibly lucky, maybe I'll appear in space again. My actual name. Or Zeg, I guess. Not my actual name. (laughs)
0: Well, Zeg. Oh, no, because oh, if you put Zack, that might have given
1: you leverage with Zaktronic Angels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he already has his name on some of the puzzles as for Zack, only, um, only with an H. So I guess I would still be different there. Possible. I don't have an H on my shortening. No. It's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> it it's a more, more efficient, efficient shortening. Thing. Yeah, it do. Exactly. So yeah, that was Game, and it had been on sale all this week, and I was hoping someone else would, because now with the update, they put in leaderboards, so you have your nice sort of bar graph score method, where it shows you where you were on the bell curve, basically, where it's like, oh, I was incredibly average because I'm at the peak of the curve, or whatever, yeah. but now they actually made it so you can tab and bring up a, like a leaderboard, where it just shows you your literal score on, on each of the three elements. And it's like but I still don't have anyone on my steam list who owns it. So I don't have any competition. It's like, god damn it! Somebody buys it. It's half price, but no one did. Who would even want to play Space Game other than you? <laughs> I've got but quite a few ne- people in my steam list. Yeah, no, no, like twenty or something. I was hoping for at least one. <laughs> okay. But no, unfortunately not. Not yet. Anyway. Well, there's still like several hours left. I guess. Are we done with Space cam?
2: Never. No, no, no offence to it, but, you know, because, you know, do go and support it. It,
1: it. it is a good game in its own right, but, you know, i am all of it now. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It's awesome. Rock Paper Shotgun, I really like it as well. Oh, <laughs> do they? Yeah. Severely. So, yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's when they got it, and it was like, maybe we've already seen 2011's Indie Game of the Year on the 1st of January, because that's when it came out.
2: Wait, well, oh, did it? Yeah. Like even officially. I, yeah. thought it, I thought it was like one of those games that hung around for a while but didn't actually... No, that was the official release date was okay. the first. So you hadn't played it
1: before then? No, I got it pretty much on the... I suppose, we, I suppose you're right. We haven't really had any indie gems... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. that's not necessarily painting as like you're. It's, it's the best indie game this year because I haven't been any other ones. No, that's true. Well, I haven't
0: really. There'll be another one of those. Well, like, been a few ridiculous platformers place. with a crazy art style, like Braid or. or
2: well, there or, is this. What's it called? There is this one on Xbox, but I don't think it's an indie title. I think it was Ubisoft developed or something, so it doesn't really count. But it is kind of like a, a platformer, but with a a, a Style, oh, I think sort it of like elements called Overworld. Oh and yeah, and it's uh, it does look pretty good, and it has all the hallmarks of an indie game,
1: but it's not an indie game, so it doesn't count. It's boxed it as well, does not it? So no, 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 it's Explor. Oh, so I think it's... there's a box. Isn't I think there's a box version. I think I saw box art for it. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. Well, you know, they. You know, I mean, on, on Explore, oh, they Yeah, make I, meant box that, art, I meant I meant Living box art. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that. Uh, okay, let's talk about the one new thing because it's. Again, it, once again, it's time to say, God damn it, Steve Sales, stop making me write it! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Steam
3: Sales! <laughs> wait, wait, was this part <laughs> of the EA sale, then? You no, it was,
1: it was a midweek madness the next week mm, after okay. the EA, or the week before, or sometime after the <laughs> EA thing. There was a midweek madness of, like, a load of Calypso games, that kind of shitty game company. Oh,
2: yeah, I saw you were playing Tropico. Yes,
1: Tropico 3, because I had sort of been interested in that. I had sort of been interested in the original, but then clearly that wasn't a very good game at the time. Is it like an economic strategy title, sort, Settlers or something? Sort of, Right, so it was like once it got to Tropico three, I was like, "Oh, it's starting to look almost like a proper game at this point." They've got their shit together. It's just the one
2: where it looks like Castro is like looking over
1: the yeah, in, in the box art. That's sort of. the box art. Yeah. The tropical island with giant Castro man. So what's it about? It's it's very similar to those sort of those um sort of management games in the sort of Pharaoh glory of the Roman yeah. Empire style it's kind of back in the day, yeah, where they tried to, where there was a lot of sort of simish games
2: yeah. that were trying to do something a bit Well, different. it's
1: basically like, it gives you a weirdly shaped bit of land, which clearly would never exist in the real world, and it's like, cram yeah. a city into that. <laughs> is it randomly generated? Or? No, it's, well, I mean, there's missions, and there's also sort of some kind of random generation. I'm not sure, I haven't actually tried the sandbox mode, but supposedly you can choose, like... How large the island is and its like elevation. You can and stuff. reticulate some splines. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably some splines will be reticulated. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically a game about like being fake Cuba. <laughs> yeah, You're, it's like you you become the dictator... well not necessarily dictator but like el presidente. It's what they always call you, of course. <laughs> You're el presidente of this of a fake Caribbean island, and the US and USSR are like fighting each other. Well, sort of diplomatically involved with you. With regards to your possible missile facing and army facing and that kind of stuff, oh. and you're like, so you're you know,
0: can you ally with either side, or do you have to be pro Russia and
1: anti? No, I think you can possibly ally with either, but it might be like, uh, I mean, obviously, I haven't, it, I haven't got to the main sort of because it's building it up through the missions where it's like introducing more complex concepts. So I haven't really got to the literal sort of nuclear, you know standoff or whatever kind of mission where it's like literal uh, heavy involvement or like i mean there have been a couple of missions where it's like the cia assassinated someone or you know that kind of thing where it's like and it's like do you want to announce this to the world so you can piss off the us but then like like get cash bonus from the ussr or something (laughs) that kind of thing It's, it's those kind of it's those kind of like balanced decisions where right? like if you do this your status with one side goes up and... and I mean there's other factions as well apart from the USS and the USSR like your actual island inhabitants like the Loyalists or the in, the intellectuals or the Greens uh, <laughs> oh I see so you're kind of you're kind of trying to like please it's everyone to stay in town Got a bit of internal really... politics to deal with yeah, yeah. so it's what like, is a mission? well you, it's like basically you start you have an objective which is you know, population. So population far, they yeah. So far, they've been kind of pretty simplistic, where it's like export this amount of goods or stay in power till this date. Where it's like, where that one maybe is the simplest one, where it's just like, don't cock it up for twenty years. <laughs> but it's it's one of those the, that sort of Pharaoh and glory of the Roman Empire city strategy building game. I, I've always found kind of weird because. When you're building the fea- building, like your ta- your city or town or whatever, it always turns out that the sort of service and industry buildings always take up a lot more space than the actual houses.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which makes it look really strange. Yeah, there's a there's a weird element to sim games like that, not there, where your residential area seems unnaturally small. Yeah, for for the actual sort of mechanics of a working city. I
1: mean, you'd think it would almost make sense in this situation because it's like. You can build slums or whatever, yeah, <laughs> really shitty buildings, except you actually kind of can't. It has this kind of ingenious system where, like, if people can't afford your actual housing, they just build shacks, and, mm-hmm. like, they build them literally next to where they work. So, like, around your industrial world, you get, like, a few shacks if, if they can't afford to live somewhere proper. And then, like... But you can build literal shanty towns. Except they're really huge. It's like they're not actually space efficient at all. It's like you build a shanty, which is like, I don't it's not square based really. It's like size based, but they're quite large and they can only house one person. And then there's like the next building up from that, which is like the bunkhouse, which is like you can have that. Its default rent is like one, which is obviously the lowest. But that could house three people in effectively the same space. It's like yeah. so slum shanty downs are actually not actually any use to build. It sounds like they've taken the sort of SimCity
2: approach, isn't it? Where you zone density. Well, it's not. Rather than, but I you mean, but you, you can't zone by
1: quality. Yeah, you're not zoning anything. You're, you're, you're building snacking down on the entire building. Okay, yeah.
2: But even so, it's kind of suffering from the same problem. It's like SimCity doesn't ever give you the option of having dense but shit. Yeah,
1: you can't say only low wealth people live over here. Yeah. <laughs> you have to just have a bad area. To yeah, ahead. you have to have like less schools or whatever. <laughs> then you get the high wealth
2: stuff degrading and looking like crap. I suppose that so yeah. is kind of natural, but you know, in, 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 by the sounds of it in Tropico, it sounds like having dense but shit planned is
1: kind of. Well, it's like basically it been a good idea. you don't use all the options. It's just like tenorants Always tenorants Because <laughs> they have. They, they're easily the most dense residential zone and they're also shit. So that's basically your default starts is tenants all over the place. And then if you go for, like, condominiums or whatever, or apartments, which are slightly less awesome than condominiums, those are actually really bad because they're, like, huge, but not very many people live in them, which doesn't make any sense because they're still an apartment block. How would they take up all this space? It's, like, one person per floor. (laughs) Yeah, not great. But yeah, so do, do, do nobody live with, does anybody not live with anyone else? Well, they live in pairs if they're married okay, or whatever. whatever. It, you know, they don't. They don't all take up their own floor. Uh, they don't simulate families then. <laughs> well, they do sort of. I mean, it's like every basically every slot in a building is a double slot, but the second part of that slot is only occupied by the married person of that pair, and then the kids don't take up space. Oh, I see. So yeah. It's kind of a
0: weird... Does it have streets and cars? Are they, yeah, like, you're really like... old
1: 1950s? American yeah, cars? The, the casual, like... Cuban style. Yeah, very Cuban. Everything is El Presidente. And, and it's actually kind of funny, because you make your, like, your avatar your Pre- El Presidente guy, but you at, the, you at the start of every mission, you kind of set it up for the mission by choosing his, like, his background and, like, his... Oh. And his, like... And then you have, like... What is it? It's, like, rise to power and background are the main ones but then you also have your like your pros and your cons basically where it's like your good characteristics and your character flaws and then you have to kind of balance it all together to make your ideal setup Ah. and obviously the flaws are the funny ones how
0: does it affect the game by then the flaws
1: well, it's, like, they, they all give you specific, like, bonuses to one thing, and then, I mean... Oh, it's, like, like uh, Sib for,
2: like, yeah, choosing the leader or
1: whatever. Yeah, sort of, except they sort of customised. I mean, obviously, they prevent you from taking one or the other if they, if those flaws don't matter. It's, like, you can't be a coward and a hardcore hero. militaristic guy or yeah. <laughs> So it's, like, so obviously you have to choose them and, like, kind of balance yourself. But then the, some of the flaws are kind of funny, like compulsive gambling and alcoholic and uh, I like alcoholic because it's like alcoholic gives you like some I can't remember what the what the sort of bad thing about alcoholic is but all... even though it's a flaw it still gives you a bo- bonus to relations with the US which is funny that's really funny <laughs> Uh, and then you get, like, flatulence, where it's, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible flaw. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's the... Uh, that is actually quite a bad flaw, because it doesn't sound bad, but it gives you, like, negative relationship bonus to both the USSR and the USA, and it makes all your palace soldiers demand, like, incredibly high wages. <laughs> so like, you stink, I don't want to be near you, unless you pay me loads. Yeah. Danger so, pay. So that's the... Kind of funny, weird system, and then like, kind of, it's kind of strange because like your guy is literally a guy in the world as well, so you can just like run around and. Oh really? Apparently there is combat, but I haven't got to any missions where it happened, where like rebels, where it's like if you piss off people enough, they turn into rebels and then they go and hide in the forest and then you know your military and the rebels clash. And... So uh, like shit. in the settlers or something? Is it?
3: I don't know. I don't don't know how it works.
1: It does seem to be like... And your your actual guy can be involved in combat or something. Mm. You can run around and disperse process or motivate factory workers and make speeches.
2: (laughs) Speaking of of running around the town and stuff, I've never actually seen any actual screenshots of the game I've always seen that promo shot <laughs> and it's like you know the sort of box art style thing. Yeah. How, how does it present itself is it taken like the SimCity 4 graphics approach of sprites or is it 3D no uh,
1: it's, it's 3D it's a lot like I mean it is a lot like the glory of the Roman Empire style where you're you're laying out the roads but it's not grid based it's you know you can make free curves and stuff <laughs> and then you just jam the buildings in as best you can <laughs> Okay. Yeah. it's <laughs> like providing they their zone so, Providing their polygons don't overlap with anything else, just grab them in.
0: <laughs> can you rotate them? Yeah,
1: you, well, it's not, it's... You can build, like, three curved rows, but the rotation is, like, 16-directional or whatever. Yeah. So you mouse wheel it to rotate things around. Oh, cool. So, it's yeah, and, and you know, it's a full 3D, free camera. It's not fixed hmm. into four directions, like, SimCity or anything. Does it look
2: tropical and hot? And yeah, a it's actually,
1: it actually looks pretty good and like has some fairly decent post effects and stuff but, Like when you zoom out it all gets heat hazy and... so oh, cool.
2: is Tropica, uh, yeah, as I say actually quite a well produced thing So I don't know <laughs> so, there's something about the way I've seen it come up where it looks like one of those sort of slightly substandard PC
1: games that well, often I mean, turn it, up on Steam it sort you know? of is because it's a Calypso game and they, they're sort of <laughs> they've been well known for making kind of they're, semi they're not, not really quite high yeah. budget studio yeah it? it's, it's not nice. it's like not quite I mean I think they they do that dungeons thing that I talked about before oh, as well. Oh, I think they? that's Calypso oh, yeah. as well. So yeah. they, they and they've done some other that things That looks alright, you know, quality wise. Yeah. Well yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it it's it's actually okay. It's yeah. not amazing, but it's pretty good. <laughs> and for five quid it was cheap enough. <laughs> yeah. So for five quid do you think do you think five quid is the appropriate price point for this now? No, do I think it it's... I mean it could have been I would have bought it for more probably. Yeah. I'd only seen it. I'd basically only been paying attention when it was full price and five quid. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> I didn't see the gradual fall off in between. Yeah.
2: No, I find it interesting. I know with these games that sort of have perhaps a slightly, uh, oh, well, as I've just proven, a slightly less than great perception just purely on first impressions and, and outside sort of. Well, as I say, I hadn't seen any screenshots. All I had to go on was the fact that it had relatively quite a lot of Steam coverage on yeah. their sort of main bar but for some reason I didn't sort of make the association that it was actually a sort of relatively high tier title a bit like mountain blade oh yeah because that actually is considered quite a good simulation yeah quite quite a you know quite a top tier pc product yeah but I've never made that
1: association from purely what I've seen on steam yeah that's one that hasn't gone click with me although I do know like a couple of people who are like totally heavily into it absolutely yeah
0: do you remember that industrial tycoon or something? <laughs> well, which what, one? <laughs> industry Giant. Industry Giant, that's the one. It wasn't quite. Yeah. You know, it was good, but it
1: just didn't quite. Like, well, that, that one was. The company that made it was. Jaywood, yeah. Yeah. That one was one. That one especially was one where. That, that was less. That was one. Rather than Tropico, where it's actually. It sort of looks quite good, but maybe isn't very complicated. Industry Giant 2 was like. That one actually traded more on its actual quite difficult missions. And, you know, yeah. you had to be efficient and, like, design this, But it didn't oh, look it didn't very look amazing. Very yeah, okay. That was kind of the other end of that scale of slightly dodginess. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. Should we spend the last amount of time we have possibly discussing what is the unknown to us but reported failure of Brink? Well, I we maybe could mention it. Because... But of course, we don't know anything
1: about it. So well, no, it's a bit but true.
2: But brink was always one of those weird things where it sort of, throughout its entire campaign, I've had that kind of mild interest in it because at first it looked like it had quite a lot of style. Yeah, and. You know, it apart, <laughs> you know, the Yeah, the excessive parkour. I the, still think the, the semi Borderlands cool. style setting when it was first announced was quite original. Yeah. You know, in the wake of Borderlands, it doesn't look quite so much like that. Well, no, you know. But apart from this sort of ridiculous nice trade-off between Shanty Town and the Arcs, yeah. sort of main world. That's quite nice. You know, there was this absolute ban. It was kind of had a bit of. A, I kind of had the feeling that it was maybe the sort of um, haze extreme opposite sort yeah. of feel to it but done right you know with a proper game behind it rather than the unfortunate Free Radical shitness um, so, sorry Free Radical <laughs> you did suck with that one um, and uh, I, you know I kind of had these high hopes you know I liked the style the, you know, I had the, even just the sort of marketing look for you know the Brink logo for instance kind of have a sort of mirror's edge chic to it. It does have some kind of style there but it's a
0: little bit um, sort of I don't know, clinical or... I don't know what... Because I was watching some of the, the preview videos before it came out like explaining the HUD. Yeah. And it's like a woman talking to very deadpan boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've watched
2: them. She's but, a bad choice for those boys. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, they don't... St- I mean, there's a sort of sleekness, but it has no personality to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. Although I, apparently...
2: From what I've seen from the game, that's entirely true of the whole game. Yeah. Although
1: from, from what I've heard, apparently... Although we, it's like we say no personality... It's sort of still no personality, but apparently there are a lot, a lot of ridiculous accents and stuff. Like, all the voice work is totally yeah. insane. Yeah, it,
2: it, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. From what I've heard, the voice work is insane. And it has personality in the sense that you can put your own personality quite heavily on the character through its enormous like visual customisation options, which right. are apparently ridiculous. You okay. know, the level of stuff you can put on them is both cool and vast. Yeah, of course. Cool. So but also pointless. But also it's also completely pointless because it's visual and you can't see your own character. But in the same way that you know most FPS, same you way. can't see yourself. But you are not going
1: to be really looking at the enemies either, necessarily. Well, be no, shooting. but it'd be quite nice,
2: <laughs> you know. It's it's it, 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 right. it, you know it's it means you'll never actually be facing the same faceless goon. You know, you'll, yeah. you'll always be that's cool. The guys right? you'll end up playing against will be varied, and
1: you know that's cool. Yeah, that it's, cool. it's not like you know
2: even TF tries to alleviate that with its crazy-ass fucked-up hat system and, like, stats and stuff. But no, these guys will actually properly look different all the time. And it's like, maybe that's to play into the game's, like, anyone-could-be-any-role um, philosophy in yeah. that, you know, they can give you that level of customization because you don't have to be attached to your class quite so much. Yeah. But then this leads us to the, the one of the game's many flaws that I was trying to define earlier in that the game encourages you to... Spend more time working on a upgrade tree for a single character, but then conversely has this: you can be any character at any time system, meaning that if you you're one of these gamers, that's a bit like me actually, where you end up. Or Zach, for instance, is a good example of this, where we end up specialising in certain styles of play when we do these class based games. You can't, because it's you know the game's not designed like that. Like it it the- has an experience system
1: in the same way as a class basis system is. Well, I'm not entirely sure about that. No, I, mean, I, 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 well, I want to like see it that. Could, I mean, it's not like in Team Fortress where... I mean, you can change class whenever you die. I yeah, mean, I not do, like a it's not like in Brick where you can run back and change class while you're still alive, but... You can, though, with the... with the. But it's less. Well, you camp. can in very specific cases. And it's also kind yeah. of less
2: important in TF, because, you know, you, most of the time... I'm but not, there's there are only the four classes grab, you, brick, can gra, you, you. Five. Is there five? There's five, What's the fifth Soldier, operative, medic, engineer.
1: Yeah, right, are I can't, I, I can't
2: remember <laughs> they're the fifth. For yeah. no, I think, I'm sure there are five, because pictures of the radial wheel have that sort of five segment. Yeah, it didn't look like quarters when I saw that video. No, there, there is a fifth, I just <laughs> can't remember what it is.
0: Um, I just don't understand why they're so excited about the fact that they've managed to disengage classes from weapons. I mean...
2: I like that, I think that's a great know. idea, but... I don't because actually, you because then it's your, well, your, be more your abilities rather than the guns well it'd be more interesting um, if
1: then the abilities were more interesting because it doesn't seem like they've done very much to the abilities they're quite varied they're, I mean they're varied but they're not amazing I mean the
0: mind thing is kind of crazy and interesting the way that you can't see enemy minds unless you're like a spy or yeah. and then you can see them and then you can flag them and then, <laughs> and then, and then your <laughs> team can see can, them yeah. yeah I don't know that's kind of interesting I suppose
2: yeah, I, don't about I think the roles are quite nice and well defined. The bit that gets me about the whole thing, though, is that it suffers from original Team Fortress lack of content. From what I've heard, there's like six odd maps from yeah. oh, the okay. off, which is quite a small amount for an online-based shooter. I mean, it's not like they have to have many at launch, but because it doesn't have much of a single player to back it up.
1: Well, it's a bit of a. Like, no single.
2: It's basically. The single player is the multiplayer, basically. Yeah, yeah the same well, thing. I'll come to that. There's more to talk about on that front. Um, the, um, hmm. But, you know, it seems like a surprising lack of content for something that's been in development for quite some time. Um, and also will probably not benefit from a Valve style level of support. Well, so, it, you know, we, we can't be sure you know to, for someone to make the investment on so little without the promise that there's going to be more later on
0: and to be fair there wasn't really a promise for tf2 but it didn't matter no because it, it was a, well kind of because promise. it was a
2: bundle in an orange box it yeah. was you know if it did well yeah what what the hell it doesn't matter but because it's become such a big thing yeah that's they can fees they you know they can feasibly sell it on its own because it did so well exactly and but brink doesn't have that background and because you know i don't know it sounds like a risk for them to sort of be going in with a full price title with so little content and to be honest like some of the presentation doesn't look that hot anyway the parkour element that they seem seems to be play quite a lackluster role in that it's inconsistent with the amount what you can interact with in the world you know the whole climb of look from what i've seen in videos the whole climb over everything approach actually isn't really prevalent. there are a lot of objects you can't do something with or you can't climb that look perfectly climbable and it's not incredibly it's, useful in any game. no that's a shame because
0: that was the one thing that I was excited
2: about it was trying to set itself apart by combining those elements with combat and it could have been amazing yeah but maybe they just couldn't get it to work, so dropped it. Uh, or, you know, not dropped
1: it, but made it less important. And apparently it also has the... Because, <laughs> like, one of the manoeuvres that you can do always freely is the, the old butt, butt slide. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so everyone is just butt sliding everywhere all the time. Because <laughs> obviously that makes you really difficult to hit when you suddenly go from standing to, to sliding. Flat, yeah. It's like dolphin diving in Battlefield, only <laughs> <laughs> yeah. significantly less stupid looking. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have been saying that's so just one of the game's both upsides and downsides. Is that because it's cool to do, but annoying to fight against? And that, I wonder and what and happens when so... two people butt sided and they collide. <laughs> 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 I hope <laughs> they just don't stop <laughs> or something. That would be hilarious. But that, you know, just even in that, you sort of reminded me of actually watching it. There are some. I don't think it's very polished actually, from a visual standpoint. You know what happens in the game world in itself. Most of what happens in TF is quite slick. In terms of how it looks and how things happen mm. in the world, or you know, even Halo, apart from the obvious ridiculous glitches, look fairly you know, really good. Bodies just don't disappear in the Halo world, or they probably do, but you never see it. And it's uh but things like that whereas in Brink, a lot of stuff just seems to just appear or just disappear when you do it. Like you could have had a nice. So what animation in this for, game then? Uh, reviews and stuff. I've been watching quite a few. Like Game Trailers review is quite good for showing you the flaws. Alright. In, in 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 its sort of visual presentation. And and even Zach commented on this as well. People don't die very nicely, do they, they just sort of jiggle <laughs> and then they look odd. They fall down like almost immediately. It's, it's like, I'm trying to think, it looks very familiar but I can't place as to where that look comes from. A bit of me is sort of now thinking it looks a bit like the Deus Ex
1: depths where they just don't look right. They're sort of almost too fast. Mm. Well the Deus It's X's like ones standing were, up standing up floor. The Deus Ex ones were maybe not necessarily too fast but they were very stiff. Yeah, very stiff. they
0: fall
2: to their knees and then Yeah, But this looks fairly similar. So yeah, like I can't remember... I, sort of, I, I, there's I, a
1: stiffness to all the look of it. I think I know what you mean, because I'm getting the feeling that it's like something that I can't remember. That it, kind of sudden jerk between yeah. being alive and going... It's weird, and this is
2: exactly <laughs> against what they were marketing the game as. You know, this flowing, sort of free combat trailer has turned into a very stiff stand-and-shoot.
1: Yeah, you're, and maybe it's... I mean, they probably couldn't have done it, because it's a first-person shooting, you have to have 1st person but... The way they showed it in the early videos, you were like, oh maybe, it, you don't imagine the gun always being at the bottom right of the screen. Mm. You imagine it like, like moving, moving around. around the edge of the screen yeah, as your yeah. character vaults over stuff. Yeah.
0: I mean, you wouldn't be able to do a lot of that parkour in reality, <laughs> it? Uh, but even in the world of the game, you still have to kind of move the gun around. Yeah. Right? So, uh, even if it was attached to like a clip to your,
2: I don't know. There are another. Few, you, you you talked about the weapons as well. And it what's does,
0: the lethality like? How long is an engagement? Is it like two seconds? Like Call of Duty? Well, it doesn't
2: have head zone shots, right? yeah. so it, so it's not like you can not be a snap shooter, and you know you know headshot won't be instant kill, for instance, and presumably yeah. unless you're using a precision weapon, of which, from what I've seen. I've never actually seen a precision weapon in use. Everyone seems to carry the SMG or machine gun variants, of which there are hundreds, yeah, okay. probably literally hundreds of variants. All of them are the same, by yeah. the it. Although this is, again, one of the weird things. It, the system looks... Ri- for doing customizing the guns, doing the customising gun system looks amazing. Because it's like, you can quite literally build the guns out of parts, like what we were talking in <laughs> Borderlands should do. Yeah. And its they have that system. It's
1: in Brink, but... It doesn't it, matter. It doesn't seem to <laughs> matter. No, and it's whereas in, if it was in Borderlands, because everything is so exaggerated, it would naturally exaggerate those tiny changes. Mm. Whereas in Brink, you're making tiny changes, but they are literally tiny Tiny changes.
2: Yeah. So I suppose I suppose there is quite a lot of playing you could do there, and that's the uh, the other thing the, the menu looks completely detached from the real game. <laughs> it's like they've gone okay. The Brink menu looks. Very much like grid, uh, not grid, um, dirt's menu mm. with the sort of floating stuff in the background yeah. and uh, the very clean look, which is well, that was always a bit of a weird, weird <laughs> dis, yeah, sort of d- distraction and dirt, you know. But it was dirt cool one. at the time. Cause yeah. Very, you know, nothing had done a menu quite that slick before. Yeah, and it's, uh, but yeah, Brinks is the same, and it's like again, it makes sense perhaps if you're playing on the ARC team. But if you're playing as the Renegades, or whatever they're called... They should have a grimy. They should have a grimy-looking, sort of grungy menu.
1: But no, everyone gets this super clean one. And I find it kind of stupid how in their sort of advertisements for Brink that I've been seeing, the little 20-second evidence or whatever, yeah. <laughs> their, their little thing at the end where they show you the two sides, it's like, the, the security forces are like, we must save the Ark! And then the Resistance guy's like, we must escape the Ark! And it's like... Yeah. Why don't you just agree? Yeah, there's no (laughs) problem. Just kick them out! (laughs) Yeah, they leave. That's not a fight. (laughs) They
2: leave, cordially, and uh, I think think it's because they won't
1: provide... Yeah, I don't... I mean, there's backstory to it where it's like the rest of the world is fucked up or something and this floating island... Is the remains of civilization. so perhaps they... Escape. It's like they basically all the slums came up because they were the art got built and then they were like, This is a nice place, everyone come and live here. And they were freely inviting immigrants, and it was like, Whoops, we've invited too many slums. (laughs) Yeah. And then the rest of the world got fucked up so no one could leave, and it was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) We're stuck with these now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. something. I
2: don't know. I'm still quite intrigued by it, but there seems to be quite a lot of negative press. Oh yeah, so I know we talked about. I mean, I know we're running out of time drastically here. We've got two minutes on our normal timing, but it's uh, but we can go forever. We can now with <laughs> the new new setups, but you know, so we have. But the, we don't want to. But yeah, the, the only thing is, is that. <laughs> but the weird thing is, is how you set up games. There is no matchmaking system. There is no, um, well, there sort of is. But in order to start a game, you can't run a server at the moment on the console versions. You start a single player game. Or join an existing game. But that was a sort
1: of like, there,
2: and, and people organically join in a running game. Yeah, right. That was. And, and the AI gets replaced as people join and things like that. But from what it sounds like, it seems like this system is the only way to do it. And often you find yourself having to start a game against yourself, and then the joining system is a bit flaky, and uh, and it has no party system, so you can't. At the end of every game, the entire team gets disbanded, <laughs> regardless whether they're friends of yours or not. You know, the online for an entirely online game, they've made some ridiculous missteps. It's just like it's consoles, party system—that's a given. <laughs> Anything that doesn't have a party system is flawed. So, Can you, you not deal use the Xbox Live party system? You it could have an, it down? you'd still no, you, yeah, the party system would still work in the sense that everyone would be in a chat room, but, but they'd get kicked out of the, the physical games. lobby. Right. And okay no maybe party system the wrong word Lobby system There's no lobby system well,
1: I mean I hear yeah. you could make like friends only games or whatever inside Ring yeah, So yeah, I guess yeah. you could sort of get around it by making friends only getting all your guys in and then tolerating yeah, like, it if you can talk oh, me, I'll you be know. honest who,
2: who has like 16
1: Xbox Live friends Well I didn't mean are... to fill it I meant get all your friends in first before the random people fill up the slots <laughs>
2: Maybe But that sounds like a lot of management that shouldn't be there Oh well, yeah And oh, it's yeah, maybe you don't get that on PC, maybe the PC version has more traditional, dedicated server
1: approach. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. <laughs> Alright, shall we wrap this up then, guys? Oh, we still didn't talk about everything, but we spent a no, good no. long time okay. talking about random other shit. I've played, been playing quite a lot of Final Fantasy, but I suppose I've been And I've played quite a lot of Team there. Fortress 2, and there was an yeah. update for it. We'll save those up for
2: actually, next yeah. time. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned Team Fortress, good summary of Brink, as in, it's not Team Fortress. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, but you—you you, to be fair, you quite like Monday Night Combat, you know. I mean, yeah, but that's quite different, yeah, in in good ways. That, yeah, that's and what and we were hoping and, for. And Frank Brink, just... yeah, and Brink just looks
0: like it's so there. You go. So, I'm not... not. It's not impossible to compete with TF2 You just have to be different enough, like Monday Night Combat, <laughs> and not be like Brink.
1: But Brink wasn't trying to compete with yeah. TF Two, Brink
0: was trying to compete with, to compete with like, kind of multiplayer and war. modern warfare too. Yeah, that's they split their has fell
2: between two It's Like, like Battlefield you know. or whatever. Yeah. Too many no, you're exactly. Of... Yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. It it falls into the mm. too much of a genre mash <laughs> and hasn't worked.
0: Right. Anyway, we'll talk, next time we will talk about Sub-genital. some games we've actually played. <laughs> In addition. Yeah, well, no, you know, no, it's good but, to have a news episode. Yeah, good to have news. Eventually we will do and the I'll Portal shoot. spoiler cast. Indeed, we we'll look forward to that next time. But for Baid. now, yeah, oh, wait, once I I'd, I'd
2: actually better get my stop button ready. It? <laughs> no, no, it's not going to stop itself. Indeed. Well, it doesn't
1: matter, we can just cut it. Could if do. you want uh, to do some Too editing. much editing. Too oh, much messing no.
2: around. No, I can't, can't do so that. So we're going to have
1: to talk for several minutes while Rob gets ready to push the bathroom, and this <laughs> is going to be great. I could just walk over at the computer, but then... Oh, well, then you get Mexican, Rob. So, for the for the goodbyes. But now you're looking at the computer, so you're going to sound different anyway. Bye. Thanks. My voice has... straight on. My voice at an angle. I bet it sounds the same. I can tell you it doesn't. It probably doesn't, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yep. and, uh, so I guess anything else we need to say very quickly before I pushes the line? Bye. I think that's it. We haven't covered bye yet. (laughs) Thanks for joining us on the sidecast
0: and uh, we'll catch you again next time.
1: Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: So yes. Too many fish. Far too many fish.